0: <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. Are you, uh, are you ready to do this thing? I'm ready, dude. I'm ready. I told my wife I was. All right, let's go. What is going on, Travelers? And welcome to episode 88 of the Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Ram, and returning with me this week is the most beloved and most missed original host, Dalton. What is going on, buddy?
1: What's going on, Travelers? How are you?
0: Oh, uh, you know, you know, we've missed that.
1: <laughs> I thought about what I was going to say, and I thought, eh, you know, I'll keep it original.
0: Oh no, I was I was really had half a mind to make you introduce the episode and just kind of really throw people for a loop. It's funny, my
1: me and my wife were talking as I'm like setting up, and she was like, "How does it go again?" And like it was like I never missed a single day. It was I just like rifled it off. Like I I, I even said like, and with me is Ran. Like,
0: <laughs> yep, yeah, it's just writing a podcast bike is all it is.
1: Yeah, oh, it's going to so be you... my
0: eulogy. <laughs> okay (laughs) well man you've been gone for a while I know you had a lot going on uh in real life where you kind of had you know took a break from the game and then just recently kind of came back to it yeah uh, with Fontaine and stuff so I mean how's it been you know getting your feet wet again
1: oh man well at first you know I don't know what brought me back it I have this like weird thing where if I'm bored and i have nothing else to do and i'm bored of all the games on my phone i mm-hmm. i'll like i'll just download a game that i haven't played in forever yeah and so for me that was genshin right cuz like i took a break i uninstalled it from my phone like i needed to like completely distance myself for a little bit sure and i remember being at work and just being it was a really slow day at work and i was like you know what i'm just going to download it let's just see like what's going on let's see what changed i think i saw like it i think it was oh you know what? I remember now. It was the the night that 4.3 dropped because okay. it was like the top thing on the Apple on the uh Apple uh, App Store. Yeah. And so I saw Navia, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Oh dang, Navia." Yeah. And that's actually what got me to re-download it. And so I, I read down. It was weird. I couldn't even play it until like the next morning because I, I work nights still, and um, and uh, like the the service in the plant is like terrible where I work. So I oh no, like, I would get like halfway done downloading, sometimes all the way done downloading, and then like it would just stall out and restart. Oh, gross. and I had to just like yeah, I know, and then I had to give up. So I gave up, and then I but yeah, coming back to the game has been like. A lot of
0: fun, yeah. Well, you came uh, back on a strong update. I mean, Fontaine was was really really good.
1: Yeah, um, I'm kind of sad it was so short though. You know, it was. I, I know, I know we got the underwater exploration, but just looking and I'm trying to like mentally get past how small of an area looks when you because you can't see like a side by side comparison of the overland and the underwater stuff. Yeah, so just like. To the naked eye, it just looks so much smaller than every other region and you just can't help but feel like cheated.
0: Yeah, because if you look at it like you said on surface level, if you compare it to say you look at Sumeru and you see, you know, all the desert and then all the forest, you yeah. don't you don't get to appreciate the the vertical depth of it all. And like mm-hmm. all what's underground and everything. So no, I completely get it.
1: And then like also I was thinking about it, and once
0: like I got past that,
1: I was thinking, you know, well wow, most of Sumeru came at us in like four week intervals because they had to make up time mm-hmm. and fontaine it's not it's like the regular five to six week i can't remember what it what it really was but i remember it was a lot longer than the sumero updates and even still even with that you know i took like a a, a break over what two yeah two patches two full patches and i yeah i just it still just felt like it flew by
0: I would say I agree that uh, Fontaine was really strong, but yeah, I agree. It did feel really short. Like the chapters were a lot shorter, and I think a lot of that came from people actively commented on how long and drawn out the Sumeru Archon quest was, and even like a lot of the world quests, like a lot of the chapters, like the festival is like the, the main one that people comment on is that these things took, like, a long time to get through an Archon quest. Mm-hmm. And they're, they kind of, like, they kind of responded to that by saying, okay, people didn't like it when it was so drawn out. And so they really made the chapters more condensed and faster to digest and get through. Mm-hmm. So it makes the span feel wider because you're able to get through it so much faster now. Right. And I think that, because, like, uh, to me, the way... The Genshin, game the gameplay, the few the developers respond is that they take the feedback from an area, but then they kind of tend to overreact from one extreme to the other. Uh for instance, like in Inazuma, like the puzzles were like insanely hard. Right? Mm-hmm. And so when we went to Sumeru, in comparison, the puzzles were very, very easy. Mm-hmm. The Then in Sumeru, people said, oh, well, the Archon quests are too long. I don't want to spend three hours on an Archon quest. And so in Fontaine, you can clear an Archon quest in, what, like 45 minutes to an hour, maybe.
1: Even the story quests are long, too, I remember.
0: You yeah. Know. I mean, for instance, like in Sumeru, like for instance, you had like the R&R quest, right? Yeah. And that thing dragged on forever. Dirge bill quest went on for a long time. You know, all these... All the world quests dragged on for an eternity, but then when you look at Fontaine, you get ones that surrounded like the uh, the the Fontaine the Institute.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you look at it, if you actually piece it all together, the Fontaine Institute like world quest is a long world quest, but they chopped it up and they sectioned it off into segments where you can do this bit, and then you can go do other stuff, and you can come back and then do the next part. Yeah, so, they do
1: the same thing with, like, the and Cruise. That one was mm-hmm. chopped up, like, into five different acts. Yep. And it was the, really good, but you felt like you were making, like, good progress, like, pretty consistently.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And you're still getting the same amount of content. And, yeah, the quest is actually still dragging on as long as the ones in Sumeru did. But because it's sectioned off, and you can do it, come back, do it, come back. And you're not, like, you're not trapped in this story that seems to go on endlessly, it's a lot easier to digest and it doesn't feel as daunting. Yeah. And I feel like that's what they did. And I appreciated that as far as like the world quest went because it allowed me to go and experience the world and then do this quest. I'm like, okay, cool. I've done this section of, like you said, the Ordo quest. And then I can go and do other things or go do the Archon quest and I can come back to it. And it made it a lot easier as opposed to, okay, I'm trapped in a cave with Jet and her dad and this traveling merchant. And I'm going to be here for the next week. The <laughs> you know, man. so those were long too. Yeah, you're right. I mean, <clears throat> I think the thing that like
1: I the one thing I will say is the quests in Fontaine were so much more captivating to me, especially the Archon quest. <clears throat> Although I really hate the whole. I think it started in Sumeru, but the whole traveler like thought bubble like decipher what's actually happening i thought i think that i think that feature is like so convoluted but as far as like content and the story in and of itself Mm. it impressed me and i know each archon kind of has like their own character flaw yeah and for like farina's like farina is my favorite archon i remember when like saying when we first got to fontaine i hate her Dude, that was like, I was the same way. I can't stand her. Like, just, just like I, I, can't stand any part of her. And now, I just like that character or her story quest. Well, it was the Archon quest, yeah, yeah. But even her story, like how differently she changed from the Archon quest to her story quest mm-hmm. was just it was just insane. It made me think of her in a completely different like perspective. Um, but yeah, I mean Fontaine probably. I don't know I can I don't know if I would say it's my favorite like region like overall like overall if I had to pick a favorite region. I don't know if it'd be Fontaine as much as I love the exploration in Fontaine, the puzzles in Fontaine are fun. They're they're like fun and challenging, not challenging and frustrating. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean Fontaine has just been a blast and again, I just I can't help but think it I mean I know it's not over because I know we still have at least one more update, right? Because we still have the statues. We mm-hmm. still have the fountain to max out. So we're getting yeah. at least one new area.
0: Yeah, we do. Uh, I knew the the update that we're getting about in 4.4, we are getting to the Liyue extant, uh, expansion. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, like you said, we still have to be able to max out our fountain, max out our statue. So that, yeah, there's going to be one more region in Fontaine. Um But to capitalize on like what you said, I mean, Fontaine did a lot. Like you said, the world puzzles are not complicated, but they were actually like fun. Mm-hmm. Like, the, for instance, like, I think one of my favorite additions was the, uh, what, knocking the ball through the little hoops and, like, the oh, little basketball yeah. and soccer thing. That, that was crazy fun. Um, the addition of world bosses that are roaming through, like, you know, Vivian and oh, Liam so and them. Yeah, that's great. You just wander across, and this big, like, you know, huge health bar named enemy just shows up. And they're not, like, a boss you drive for material It's just a challenge that you can do on the side. And, and they're just, hard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, the first time I went into the video, I was like, so when I first saw the whole thing, it's like, this is the hardest fight in the game. And they're showing, like, one of the Hydra enemies. am like, what are you talking about? Maybe these things got a little bit of health, but, I mean, you, I can bust them down, no problem. And I didn't realize they were talking about a specific named boss because I hadn't encountered any yet. Right. And then I finally ran right up to I'm like, oh, a named boss. Let's go see what's up. And they just proceeded to, like, nearly one-shot Myula, oh. And it was just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah.
1: Can't and, wait to fight those in the
0: TCG. Oh, man. Oh, I got to hope. Well, I don't know, man. The TCG enemies aren't too bad. Like, they just added Senora to the... Playable to the, characters? Yeah, to the to the challenge thing. They're like, oh, this is the newest, hardest enemy you're going to have to fight to get their card and stuff. And I, I beat the brakes off Senora. Did you do so, the hard mode of it, though? I did the one that gave her her card and her two ability
1: cards. Okay, yeah. Go try to go back and do it on the hard mode so you get the. uh I think it's the dynamic skin for. It's either her card or something else.
0: Probably for her, her ability card. cards. Yeah, because I got her dynamic skin through the, through the shop because I was like, oh, okay. dynamic yep. Senora. Right. Yes, I yeah, I need that.
1: Yeah, you're right. It is it is her ability card or hers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll go back and try that. I haven't done, like, any of the... Ch- I, I've done a couple of the the friendly, chal- intense challenge, whatever. I think it'd be, like, Kaya and Fischl and a couple of the, the first mm-hmm. starters, but not that many. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but no, uh, to go back to what you were saying, man, Fontaine took a lot and just made... Especially, like, even, like, some of the existing puzzles that we had in other regions, they made a lot easier. Like, the collect 10 orbs in 30 seconds like the little race events, mm-hmm. more often than that, more often than not with those events, it was literally like jump in this water waypoint and it just shoot you around on this like guided tour that gathers them for you and then you just land and gather a chest. Yep. And that happened a lot. I remember getting one that was like collect like 60 in like two minutes. I was like, holy, sweet, merciful Jesus. and. It literally jumped in this bubble. It just shot me around like all the way up to the top of this mountain and down across the side and above the water. It just gave me a tour of this island.
1: Yeah, dude. It, it reminds me of the summertime event with the with the roller coaster.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what? This is this is fine. I am yep. completely okay with this. I, I, I agree with you 100. percent Yeah. So and I, I I agree. I think that. I think that what they did is they took a lot that they learned, and they they are taking the gameplay feedback from the previous regions, and they are applying that as well. Oh yeah. And on a gameplay, on a gameplay uh, standpoint, I think that Fontaine has just been absolutely great. Um, oh yeah, I will for s- sure. So as far on the gameplay front, do you what do you think is like your favorite region? Do you think Fontaine takes takes the cake as far as like gameplay and exploration, or hmm. were you? Or are you a little more fond of, say, things like, I don't know, getting lightning to death in Inazuma? Or- I don't
1: know, man. Dragon Spine, that cold mechanic, that just was so invigorating to me. It just it had me on the edge of my seat the whole time I was playing it. I couldn't get enough of it. Sometimes I would even make it a challenge to go in there with no pyro characters mm-hmm. and see how long I could last in there. I think Dragon Spine was probably my favorite region to explore.
0: Oh, I completely agree. Um, that that's the only problem with my Dea, and I wish they would nerf her because if I go there, her healing mechanic lets me heal herself through the frost, and she won't die. And it's really aggravating. I really just want her to freeze to death.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm surprised nobody's been like, "Hey, use Dea as a sacrificial character for this pull," but you have to do it in Dragon Spine.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and then you'll be like, well, "What?" <laughs> yeah, no no. The D- you don't need to buff Dea because she's broken in Dragon Spine. Like she literally cannot die from the cold mechanic.
1: Um, I don't know, like in all honesty, it seems to me like every single region that comes out, I'm just like, oh man, that's my it's my favorite region, you know what I mean, yeah, but um, but no, I mean the the underwater exploration was something that I was really looking forward to mm-hmm. uh since I started playing the game because you know, I think. It wasn't until I got to Leeway and started doing the Leeway Archon quest that I was like, okay, I was like sucked into this game. Especially when you find out that, oh yeah, Rex Lapis knew about everything all along. You know, um, yeah, yep he 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 was just behind the scenes the whole time. Like that kind of like blew my mind, and that's when I hit the ground running. And I was just like, I'm not gonna stop. Like this is it. This game, I love it. Yada yada yada. Yeah, and. Um, as much as I loved that, I feel like Fontaine might just be my favorite region. You know, Sumeru was great. I loved Mm -hmm. the music and just walking through the jungles of Sumeru and destroying the tumors inside the forest and watching it all turn green again.
2: Oh, like that kind
1: of like, I know that kind of world changing stuff that actually changes the environment. It's so rewarding it is so rewarding and I mean Font- Fontaine has that doesn't it
0: um Does there it? are certain there are certain areas for instance like the um the underwater tower that oh, yeah, you go to was big on the one. south side that, that was a really big one I just These, did that like two days ago yep yeah, the stuff surrounding the uh, the Fontaine Institute that has some world changing aspects not, not a whole lot but some
1: yeah it's a little like it's minuscule it's kind of yeah. hard to tell what changed but yeah I get what you're saying
0: yeah, I didn't I even s- notice
1: that had change until I looked at the Hoya Lab, like, Tava Interactive Map to, like, check off a bunch of stuff that I was exploring. And then it was like, this moves once you do the quest. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> like.
0: Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I went to the island that had, like, the huge tower. And now it's, like, it's all underwater now because we pretty much sank it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay, well, that's that's pretty sweet. I um, think. I, Sumeru, ahead, ahead. I, no, Sumeru, I still think, has the best music in the game. Um, oh, simply yeah. simply because I went back to Sumeru because I've been doing the TCG, like the World Challenges, mm-hmm. and I cleared all the ones in Mondstadt, Liyue, and Inazuma, but now that I went to like the ones in Sumeru, I went to Port Omos, and for some reason, now all the, the normal characters are beating the crap out of me. Like, oh, yeah, the they're, they're
1: not joking around.
0: Yeah, So, but I remember I teleported back to Sumeru. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back here. I guess I'm going to do these, and I went to like Godarvaville, and as soon as... like. That flute kicked in for like the forest music. I was like, I miss this. I know this. The, the music just hits me in Sumeru just the right way. The battle music, I think, is spot on. The world music is soothing, it's relaxing. I could just go and just sit in the forest, Sumeru, and just let the music play in the background. Yep. Um, the boss fight for like Apep is like, I think, some of the most epic boss battle music in the game. And yeah, when it comes to like music and like ambiance, Sumeru, as 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 much of a good job as they've done in Fontaine, like a lot of like I do like a lot of the music and what they've done in Fontaine, especially like the underwater music. But it, it does not it does not hold up to Sumero in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I've I've even heard like the Fontaine music in like Instagram <clears throat> reels and stuff of like mm-hmm. stuff that has nothing to do with Genshin. Mm-hmm. Like, one of my, me and my wife's favorite things to do is we'll, like, go on. We'll send each other Instagram reels, like, throughout the week. But we don't look at them until, like, we sit down together and, like, we laugh at them a second time. Yeah. And uh, the one, I was just, like, I saw it. And it had nothing to do with Genshin. And it was the Fontaine, like, music that you hear when you're just, like, walking around the court of Fontaine. Okay. And I was just, like, wow, man. Like, in my head internally, I'm just, like, wow, that sounds so familiar. And then... I logged into Genshin, teleported there, and I was just like, "That's where ah, I'm at. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's
1: awesome." Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Sumeru does take the cake when it comes to music.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you said, I mean, even like Scarmouche's uh, battle, that music is so good to me. Um, all the 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 jungle music, just like I still remember going to Sumeru for the first time, walking through that cave in the chasm. Mm-hmm. And hearing the music for the first time, and I was just like, "Wow, this is like amazing!" And I will,
0: on that experience, I agree with you with the music. Um, as far as like going into a new area, Fontaine like awe struck me.
1: Oh yeah, like seeing that waterfall and the port and everything. Yeah, oh 100%. yeah. When, when,
0: when you walk up to that cliffside, you just see it in the distance. Yep. I ju- I just stood there and stared at it for for a good. Night. I'm like, holy crap! This is going to I be know. great. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think for me it's Fontaine. I got to say Fontaine's probably my favorite region. Okay. As far as exploration, gameplay, I think my only thing is is I dislike the uh how short it felt so far, which mm-hmm. I we kind of knew that that was coming cuz I still remember cuz when I like when I re-downloaded the game, I even like thought about like okay, I'm 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 two patches behind. And then I remembered like i finished our conquest in like a week's time okay you know between like exploring here and there between quests Mm -hmm. and uh i was just like wow that was really short and like and then it reminded me that they said oh yeah from 4.0 to 4.3 it that's going to be the main story and i'm just thinking like wow that's really short yeah it's really short
0: now moving on from game so we talked about gameplay we've talked about region we kind of talked about music characters how yeah do you-
1: i mean so um so when i saw risley i thought he was probably going to be like my number one just okay. like yeah i just thought you know his bondo like this is my fontaine's all this is our fontaine Zhongli. li yeah and so I, that's who i thought like the ayato of this region Okay. I just think, like, I didn't like him at first, and then I really liked him in a story quest. Mm-hmm. Oh, my when God, he, yeah. When he said that he wasn't afraid to kill anybody, and I was just like, whoa. I was like, that's awesome.
0: Uh, the, the amount of thirst that unlocked on Twitter was <laughs> insane.
1: Oh, I'm sure it did, yeah. And oh, you know my what? God. Like, I'm, I'm, like, kicking myself in the butt right now because... I hundred percent needed a break from Genshin yeah. because it was kind of unhealthy
2: mm-hmm.
1: and but man and I didn't care about missing out on the on you know because I missed out on Nervalette, I missed out on Farina and I missed out on Risley and mm. like those are like my top three favorite characters right now okay. and I'm just thinking to myself crap like. I missed out on those characters now, and I love them so much, especially Farina, which I did not see.
0: Um, yeah, for, I was not going to throw any currency at Farina because I was saving everything for Navia, um, because I'm Shell, and I was like, "Oh wow, pretty, pretty uh, waifu character." So I'm going to save everything for her. And she just ended up being a great character in the story anyway, which just made things even worse. Mm-hmm. But as playing through the Archon quest, and like when I first saw Farina, I was like, "I hate her design." She's obnoxious. She's annoying. I don't like her at all. And then by the end of it, I'm like, yeah, we, we got to throw some pulls at Farina. We oh, just- yeah. It's <laughs> just have to. I cried
1: so, like, I sobbed so hard. I had company walking in my door like 15 minutes after I was done playing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, shoot. It, it was, it was, the characters are so good in Fontaine. They really um, are. Nervalette, like his story is so good. It's so simple, but so good. Mm-hmm. Um I love that he is now like basically the ruler of Fontaine. Oh yeah. He doesn't no, have a vision. He's yeah, no, no Archon.
0: He, well, he's a fully uh yeah. ascended, yeah, the fully ascended Hydro Dragon now. So Right, yeah.
1: I think that's like probably like my the thing that I appreciate about Fontaine the most is that they they really broke the mold with Fontaine. You know what mm-hmm. i mean like no archon uh archon went from being an archon to not being an archon and then getting a vision uh yep. like now they're the the hydro dragon they're a fully ascended dragon of that region is now back in control of the land uh they yeah i mean all the lore that dropped between like child and skirk like oh man it's just it's crazy it's crazy, oh,
0: dude. Uh, yeah, no, Emerald practically was like exploding, especially with all the on the Ordo quest and everything that's been going on with yeah. the Abyss and Child and Skirt. Yeah, it, it's, it was insane. There's a lot that that gets revealed that you can appreciate on the surface level, but when you start, if you start reading things like the artifacts and the weapons and the quests and all the stuff that's going on, like even just like in subtext, there's a lot that's happening in Fontaine that we don't openly see, but that you can learn about. Yeah. And it's, it, no, like, like you said, it's absolutely mind boggling how much they put into it and just the amount of lore that's in this region.
1: I'm trying to think of like the other regions and their characters and how much I like them.
0: And like, I do like Nahida, but. Eh. I think, I think that one thing that accredits to the us bonding with the characters in Fontaine so much. And we we really have. I I don't know of very many people that haven't bonded with like almost the entire Fontanian cast as we've gone through the Archon quest. It's because they were written and consistently integrated into the story that made them always prevalent. They were always doing things with us.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the, right.
0: The Fatui siblings, you know, Lenny Lynette, Fremine were there with us? Were like the subject of the court case in the first chapter, and all the way up until the end, they are doing things with us. They are in the forces of Meripede with us. Um, Chlorine, like we see her, kind of sparingly at the beginning, and even though, like so far, she hasn't done anything. Like she hasn't done, I don't want to say she hasn't done anything, but she hasn't done a lot. Like actively on screen, mm-hmm. uh, she's done a little bit. Like she had like that really first fight with Navia where she came in and, like, beat the crap out of the garden. Oh, dude, the scene was so good. Yeah, it was good. And, and then she, you know, <laughs> closed the door in, in the fortress. But she's always been there and she's been doing things off camera. But Nouvellet has been consistently carrying the story. Fiorina, through the story, has done things. Um, even, like, you know, Navia comes in. Navia's been with us since the first court case and all the way up through the flooding of, of uh, Poisson. Lacino, who's not even playable, um, you know, the harbinger has been with us since the beginning, and we've kind of seen her in just in sparing moments but when she shows up, she like commands the scene,
1: oh dude, her character was an, an another one where I'm just like, I don't like her, I don't like her I mean, I like her design and everything, but I don't mm-hmm. as a character in the story, I don't like you and then I know she's there for the gnosis, and mm-hmm. I know she's there because child is like acting weird, yeah but then like at the same time she she's not really doing anything that bad
0: no like she's there like she says like yeah i'm here to get the gnosis, but i'm here to save my home yeah i i fell in love with her character too she she has so much depth to her character i said this before in other episodes but as a harbinger she has so much depth and intrigue as far as like motivations go i think as of right now she's probably my favorite harbinger like, yes, Signora's hot and I would love to have a playable Signora. But Signora was just a baddie. Like the fen fatale baddie. Arlichino is like a full on four dimensional character. Oh yeah, for that. sure.
1: Yep. Yeah, and yeah, and I think, you know, obviously the the things early on in the game are gonna be weaker than the stuff that happens now. Oh, for sure. Um and yeah, and you know, I think yeah, Arlecchino actually might be my favorite harbinger as well because you know I I'd, I'd say the doctor I'd say Dottore, but w- once you know Dottore from the manga, he's he's like a completely different kind of person in this in the game, and I know yeah you can make the argument that hey it, you know the the one in the manga might have been a a different segment. Because mm-hmm. I know he has a bunch of different segments. Um, that, yeah, because
0: one of the manga was kind of like crackpot crazy doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the best part. <laughs> yeah, and he had like the half gesture mask in this. And like, when you see him in the game in Samaria, you're kind of like, oh, this man had a glow up. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, and now that's <laughs> it. I am the tree. tree?
1: The tree never burned. Like, what's up with that?
0: So uh, There's so many theories as far. Like, what these different visions and stuff that we've had of things that are going to happen or have happened or whatever... We we're trying to decide like what's real, what could be an alternate time or a different it's reality. It's probably just or Day
1: accidentally hitting the tree and it burns and yeah. yeah. Just like, uh Yeah, we well doing?
0: that yeah. Well I, maybe that's why they made her like, you know, weaker in gameplay to try and keep that from happening. True, true. But <clears throat> I would say Yeah, but like like going back to it, I would say that the writing in Fontaine, the way they wrote the characters made us like them so much more because we've done so much with them. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they were just better written. Like, oh, yeah. And I think that they started kicking that off in Sumeru because in Sumeru, like, you start off, and you know, like, you're running with, you see Candace and Dea and Dunyazard and you you do it with Alhatham. And I know you you and I feel like big on, like, Sino. Mm-hmm. And these characters became more prevalent in the writing and we see them we go on these adventures in this big group effort to, you know, free Nahida and overthrow the Academia. And we didn't really get a whole lot of that in the previous regions. Like, in Monsters, like, okay, well, here, you're going to go on your little thing with Lisa, and then you might see Lisa like, once or twice sparingly through other character chapters. Oh, yeah, you're with
1: Venti, like, basically the whole time.
0: Yeah, you're with Venti. Like, Jean is, yeah, gives you some advice, and she's, like, pretty much in her office. Yeah. Because, yeah, uh, Diluc and Kaya kind of come, and then they're gone. So everything you do revolves like you said exclusively with Venti like I didn't do a whole lot with Rosaria I did like almost nothing with Razor because I wasn't here for the dragon spine updates I never got to do anything with Eula or Albedo or any of that
1: oh so you didn't do the event with Albedo and the Wooper Flower? nope that was nope. a good nope. one yeah yep, I, no. and, and, So that's oh. so that leads me to another question I'm sorry if I just completely took you off course with this but what did I actually miss? Like, what limited events did I miss?
0: Uh, well, were you here? For, you were here for the summertime event with the Dodoco cart and all that stuff, right?
1: Correct. I just missed four point one and four point two.
0: Then, as far as like events go, not really a lot that I can recall. I missed the holiday
1: one, the holiday event, like the yeah, winter I, event.
0: Which one? Wh- what was that about? I don't even remember at this point. You're, you're throwing that at me on the spot, and I'm trying to recall. So. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think there was a whole heck of a lot. Like, we had that one event, like, right before he came back where we got Fremenet for free. Yeah,
1: that's the one that I'm really mad that I missed because I don't have Fremenet. I don't have Lenny. Yeah. I still don't um, have Kirara. Ugh.
0: Yeah, Kirara was another free one. Uh, she, she, well, she was. Uh, I thought that she, didn't we get her free during that summer event? You mm. should have gotten her free Kirara, or maybe it was right after that. But yeah, Curaro was free. Uh, Fremenay was free, them. but I can't think of anything like super impactful as far as the like, events or anything goes. Because like I said you left during the summer event, and you missed like you missed like the first two releases of the Archon quest, and that was, and then you came back. Yeah. So as far as like meaningful content, you didn't really miss anything.
1: Okay. Well, that makes me feel better.
0: Yeah. Um. But no. Uh. Yeah. So I'm. So yeah, as far as like characters. As much as, like, even now, even with Navia now, like, I I love my Navia. I love her so much. I still think, as far as, like, characters go, I think that Deia is my favorite. Oh, yeah, As far as, like, character goes. Yeah, yeah, still. Nice. But I do think that Fontaine had the strongest character representation in the game.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm not sure if you feel the same.
1: Uh, so, or... so Sino is still going to be my favorite character. Okay. And, but I will say Farina is by far now my favorite Archon.
0: You know, I would, I'm, well, I, I'm on the fence. I'm kind of in Arkon agreement with you. Yeah. Well, the, the, our pseudo Archon. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I still do like Zhongli. I like his personality. I like his presence. And I just kind of like that old man kind of guiding off, you know, off screen dad vibe that he has. Yeah, sure. And I did like his story, but like you said, I do, and maybe it could be a recency bias, but I do feel very emotionally invested in Fiorina because, like you said, when you play through her through the Arkham West and Westerner character chapter, you get such an attachment to her, and like you were talking about, like you know, like getting like emotionally swept up and like crying stuff during the quest and. I re- just remember like having to catch my breath and stuff. Like when you're having the flashbacks of her, you know, carrying out her her, her duties as the Archon, when you're looking back through her service over the 500 years, It's like yeah, when
1: they're, she's their interpretation the, of like her pain and like like oh. how much she hated just the same thing happening over and over and over again for like hundreds of years
0: and being completely alone and not being able to share what was going on. Yep. Yeah, and like when she was talking to the descendant of like one of her like original like believers and followers and she's like she's she's smiling and carrying her duty, but then she begins crying like and she doesn't even realize it. Yep. That was a scene that broke me for the character. And that that just that just that just, that that you know, that's the one that kind of like crushed my heart. I'm like she's so good. She's so good. It's a. It's, yeah. And, I mean, I still yeah. have
1: my favorite character, but
0: and it seems so weird because it's like it seems like the best way to get you to care for a character and want to like do things and like you know pull for them and, and everything else. It's like make you feel bad for them, make them suffer. Oh, dude! Like, I still get choked up at what um, Nahida's happy birthday trailer. I. I love Nahida. I hate that character trailer so much. So I don't even I, remember that. I, I've explained it to you before, and it's just like... i have she's to watch like, it. Oh, dude. It's like he starts off all happy. She's like, oh, today's my birthday. And she's like, you know, the people came out to see me. You know, Dendorkon, we missed you so much. And then it repeats, and it repeats, and every time it repeats, it gets darker and darker and darker. And then the character chapter just ends... Like on this like tear jerker note, and it's like, oh, against an impact. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, that's how and they get you. It, it is. It's a dirty tactic, but it works. It works on me every time. But, uh, so yeah, so so you're gonna say, so so far gameplay you gave to Fontaine, mm-hmm. music did you get to Fontaine or did you draw it back to Sumeru?
1: Nah, Sumeru still takes the cake with the music.
0: Okay. So character-wise, Fontaine? Oh yeah, 100%. Okay. And the story Archon Quest lore,
1: Fontaine? It's wow. hard for me to like choose fun. Like it's hard for me to choose between Inazuma and Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's so hard between Sumeru, Inazuma and leeway it's really hard for me okay but fontaine i just i i can't get over how good it was
0: yeah i I think i'm gonna have to agree as much as i love the adventures in sumeru um it did have a lot that dragged on and some parts that were just straight up just tedious yeah and convoluted yeah um so i would have to agree with fontaine i will say that as great as the ending of fontaine was with the ending of the trial and the prophecy coming to light. Nuvolet's Ascendance. Risley's airship and all that stuff like that. I mean, that was Vol's all epic. great. It was. But to me, as far as the capstone for the Archon quest, nothing beats the battle with the Jade Chamber and Leeway. The fight against Raiden doesn't hold up. The stuff with Dvalin and the things that happened in Mondstadt. Nothing holds up to... Ning Wong throwing the the whole freaking Jade Chamber at this god. Or yeah. Shin-Ha Shin just showing up stomping down and freezing a tidal wave or Beto rounding with the Crux fleet and firing her pirate cannons. That to me has is still to this date the pinnacle or the epitome of an Archon quest capstone.
1: I think I 100% agree with you because I remember when she sacrifices the Jade Chamber. I remember playing that, and I remember crying oh, while it was... playing because it was it's such a beautiful moment. It's like here's this like amazing thing, this humongous floating building, and you're talking about someone who like is very wealthy and is not afraid to show it, and. She's just and she's just like you know what let's just eat this thing down <laughs> on top of this monster
0: and call it a day and everybody's like are you insane and she's like let's do it it's like, well, it was such a sacrifice you think she poured her entire life into that
1: yeah and did it twice and, yeah and it was
0: yeah and it was very much the this needs to be done and just and didn't even think twice about it so. I don't think that Yue's Archon quest was as strong. I don't think the character writing was as strong because nothing about catching or Ganyu or even Shinha as far as like writing wise really captivated me throughout the Archon quest. It was all Zhang Li and some Ningguang. But the Which finale, I love. I yeah.
1: love that they gave the four star character like Oh yeah, no, the totally in shining the... armor role yeah. in a story for once.
0: Yeah, no, she's totally the Secret five star of like everything. Yep. Um, but the, just the way everything culminated in that final grand battle, nothing to date in my opinion has topped it. Not Fiorina's, you know, 500 years of suffering, not Folklore sacrifice, not Nuvolet's Ascendant. As great as all those things are, nothing has topped that Liyue battle. I love the Shenhe one too, because I fell in love with her once I
1: saw that, where she like jumps and catches the traveler, and oh, then yeah. freezes the ice. It shatters, and she just like jump. Oh, it's so epic! Oh yeah, yeah. I think, I think you're right. I mean, it, you know what? In my action now that like I'm like thinking back and reminiscing about all those Archon conquests, I think it might actually be like tied Fontaine and Leeway.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because like you're right. Like Inazuma is like nice, and it's like you. It's epic in the, in the, in like, because everybody's going up against this god. And that's like the only time that that happens.
0: Yeah. The, the, the problem with Inazuma is that the bones are there, but the writing fell through. And like the struggle with, with like Watatsumi Island and trying to rise up against, you know, the, the shogun and this, the, the decree. It that's was probably all... the
1: weakest part for me.
0: It, it, it was. And it shouldn't have been. It should have been the strongest part. But it, it just ended up not being that. And Inazuma has some great sentiments, some great moments. Like, you know, when you first meet the Raiden Shogun, and she's, like, stepping down her, you know, lightning stairs and drawing her oh, sword. Yeah, and she's like That was hot. Striking you down. i kind of like, oh, man. That was cool. Um, I mean, most of stuff with Kazuhel, like when he's forging the sword or when he draws the second vision.
1: Oh, uh, my, um, like, top five favorite things to ever happen yeah.
0: Yeah, Inazuma had some really strong points, but overall I just, it just let me down. Yeah. Um. So, but I, I think that I think it, it took the, the shortcomings of Inazuma to make Sumeru and Fontaine as great as they are because they do cons- consistently learn from mm-hmm. their past mistakes. Yeah. So, but no, I, I'm definitely glad to get with you and kind of like, you know, get get caught up with you and kind of reflect is now where, you know, getting ready to pretty much getting ready to wrap up Fontaine since you've uh since you've come back and kinda of get yeah. your feel on that.
1: I think my the only thing I'm mad about is that I missed out on the three characters that I fell in love with the most thinking mm-hmm. that, you know, I wasn't gonna care about them all that much. And now I play through the story and I'm just like, wow. Like even Fremenet, like Fremenet is so innocent and so, so I don't even know, like he's just so lax. Mm-hmm. And I love his character, and seems like a really sweet kid, and then it just made me want to pull for him, and I'm just like, I can't, because he's not on the banner, and I missed his event for free, so I'm like, now I'm screaming. <laughs> I did pull
0: Navia, though. Okay, awesome. Yeah, you did say that Navia was, was the one that, like, dropped you back in.
1: Oh, yeah. Once I saw that she was, she was on the, like, front cover of the App Store, I was like, okay, she's the banner. We're going to go for Navia, and I did, and I think... If she came early, and it was a guarantee. So now I'm on a 50-50. Okay. Um, I, I did try to pull... I pulled on Raiden against Better Judgment just so I could get Chevreuse. Okay. Uh, So I got one copy of Chevreuse, and then... Or is it Chevreuse?
0: Chevreuse. Chevreuse. Yep.
1: So I did get one copy of her, and then I tried like 10, 15, maybe 20 pulls on engulfing lightning just to see if I could get a really early copy and just get super lucky because mm-hmm. I really want to free up the catch, but no dice, and I I did not want to waste any more because now, well, we're going to talk about it, but
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. We- weapon banner is suffering. Um, it, of course. I, I, I was super happy I got Navia's weapon relatively early on because I was really freaking out on that one because mm-hmm. um, I needed that axe. I, I should throw be throwing some Engulfing Lightning, um, but, again, I just got Navia's Axe off of the Guaranteed, so now it's definitely kind of like a toss-up, and I'm only like 15 pity into the Weapon Banner, and I have no primos. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very reluctant to And I just got Raiden off a single pull, like, last week.
1: I know. I saw that. Congrats.
0: Yeah, yeah appreciate that. So right now, uh, I just did get the catch, but I hate the way it looks on her, even though I know it's like her best in slot aside from her her, uh, her character weapon mm-hmm. so she's using the, the ketane spear the other Inazuma looking spear even oh, though yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah. it's not great on her because it's like you know elemental mastery and, and stuff but I'm like I don't care it, it looks good on her so that's what she's going to get you can build and an I'll, EM Raiden yeah I mean you can you're not supposed to but it'll be fine I'll, I'll build up her, her emblem set and sh- she'll be fine that's um, like
1: the <clears> one <throat> thing that I'm doing right now is I'm just straight up farming emblem and it's a pain
0: well, the good thing about it, you can farm the domain, and you can use the log boxes for emblem as well.
1: I know, yeah, it's true. So, yeah,
0: so let's uh, let's cover some news real quick because we did have the 4.4 live stream, and I know we're going to cover that, and we are already 45 minutes into it. But I'm, <laughs> I was yeah, super, I was super excited to have you back, and I, I had to, I had to go and pick your brain for a bit. So um, yeah, our our, uh, our first bit of news is something that kicked off today. Um, Liven is back with the marvelous merchandise. With his box of marvels, which he will show up every day, and you can be adventure rank 12 or above, you can run into him in Mondstadt, and you will give him a couple pieces of garbage, and he will give you primo <laughs> gems and an assorted box of other goodies, such as, you know, Adventure Experience or Missing Enhancement Ore or Mora, and that's the already kicked off today, and remember that if you get a box where you have, like, say he's giving you Mora, it's like, well, I don't want Mora. And you have friends that are playing. Ask what boxes they have. Uh, for instance, today I believe it was DJ said that hey, I've got the one with, I've got this box. I think it's, I think they're like themed you know, like pyro electro and things like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I like, DJ's like today I've got you know, the Primo Gems and Adventures experience, and I was like, okay, cool. So if you need Adventure experience, say, hey DJ, can I join the world and get your box? And then on the flip side, I had one that had Mystic Enhancement ore. So if you need stuff for your weapons, you know, come to my game and get my box. So you can do that once per day. Um, I don't know of a whole lot of people that actively do, but, I mean, that is an option. But everybody likes Leibniz because he takes a bunch of excessive materials that you have and don't really need and gives you a pre for it. So, you know, Leibniz is a real MVP.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's already and, dropping that in Land on lore.
0: Yes, sir. And he'll be hanging around from January 22nd to January 29th. So roughly a week. Uh, Yep. The next thing is an ongoing web event that's actually getting ready to wrap up. So you haven't done done it yet. Go and get to it. And it is the Lean Mean Cleaning Machine. And have you done this? You know,
1: I frequently spend some of my free time when I can't sleep scrolling on Facebook and watching people power wash driveways. And this... Really scratched that itch for me. I got to tell you,
0: yeah, I, I completely agree. I've actually watched like streams of like my friends are playing was is Power Wash Simulator. Oh yeah, yep. And it's such a, it's such like a therapeutic game. Oh yeah, it's, like, that's great. And just, just, yeah, so this is basically that, and you go through and there I think there's five different levels, and you'll get primo gems and other rewards for doing it. It will be wrapping up, I believe, the day after this recording, so if you haven't jumped in there, jump into it. It is a lot of fun, and it's, it's just real quick, easy rewards. The next piece we got was the release of the Stellar Moments Volume 4 album, So, which is our most recent collection of our character themes and some Fontanian music, and have you had a chance to give this one a listen yet?
1: I haven't. I probably will now, though, because I know there's a. I see that there's a name card that's given out if we hit five million. So please go listen to it, everybody. I know I'm going to tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I, I've definitely done my part. Um, I love a lot of the themes on here. Risley still cracks me up because of how just outlandish it is compared to virtually everything else. Because it is so like techno dubstep thing. The best part. Yeah, and the fact that you know he's the Duke of the Fortress Mirror, which is like the prison yeah and that there's things like jail cell slamming and like police sirens and stuff in the background of <laughs> of the music, I was like, okay, yes this is great. The difference is jarring it it really is it was it was really funny like to me like that's funny it, it was like when you heard like the wanderers boss boss music and oh, it was yeah, like was that, a little that electronic too yeah, it was like super heavy electro dubstep and then it like molded into the Inazuma... Like the Raiden Shogun's theme. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is like, this is awesome. But it kind of molded because he's in this like giant like mech where he's trying to become this god. It's like, okay, I kind of get how this fit, you know, this kind of like molds together. But Ryles is just, just completely caught me off guard. It's not what I expected. But it's good. It's good. It's good. I, I love, um, I love Risley's theme.
1: When you're fighting the, uh, all devouring narwhal and you get mm-hmm. that music when you fight the, I don't even know what it's called. You're fighting the, like, the, thing that like after the narwhal swallows you up you fight that like it looks like a husk oh yeah it that music like literally reminds me of star rail whenever i hear it
0: i feel like like a lot of things are like pulling from star rail i mean in addition to a lot of things that genshin is actively pulling from star rail, i feel like a lot we're getting a lot of influences as well
1: oh you are because Like, I don't even know how I didn't think about this, like, just five minutes ago, but, and not to get off track, but Liban, did you Uh, pay attention to what he said?
0: I was just going to mention that, of how he's like, you know, when I lay down I look at the stars, do you think that each of those stars may be a sun with their own planets revolving around them? And could we go to those worlds, and do they also use Mora? I'm like, bro, Did you see what one of the trail
1: uh, the the trailblazers? geez, the traveler. The, what you can say is a traveler.
0: Oh, what what did you say? I was like looking to blaze new trails or something like that. Yeah.
1: Are you looking to trailblaze something new or something that's like
0: that? That's right. I was like, yeah. Wow. I was like,
1: that's cheeky.
0: Oh, oh, they they knew what they were doing with that. Oh yeah, they did. Uh, no, I I meant to mention that earlier because I know that uh that you were being. Are you still playing Star Real?
1: Uh, no. It's something that I thought about, but honestly. I probably shouldn't, and I probably won't for a okay. while, um, but man, it, the characters, they just, they all look so good. Like, I know there was yeah. a new character that just dropped, and it looks phenomenal, but I, if, I gotta control myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, I agree. I think that Rail looks great. I love the character designs. I think the music's good. Um, the gameplay just didn't hold me. That's why I fell off. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, you can definitely see a lot of the influences in some of the new character designs and the music kind of trickling back, yes. and that's completely fine. But um, but yeah, t- to get back on the Stellar Moments thing, no, you're completely right. Um, if the if the soundtrack gets a five million play count, then yes, we will get a free in-game name card that has the kind of like the Paimon looking cover for the Stellar Moments albums. So. Yeah. Yeah, so all you got to do is go and listen to some good music and get a free gift as a thank you. So put on
1: repeat and put your phone like under a blanket or something, just fall asleep while it charges and like plays music for you. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, like half the things will probably be good to fall asleep to anyway until, you know, Riseless thing kicks on and wakes you up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, aside from that, um, now. I didn't want to cover this, but we kind of have to just because of the nature of the situation right now. But there has been a massive backlash against HoYoVerse and the Genshin Impact team specifically over the version four point four and the Lantern Right Anniversary rewards. So, the big thing is is that typically when we get we get our ten pulls from the daily login banner. Mm-hmm. Um, but See how we're coming on our third anniversary, one of the notes that that they said is like, to thank our travelers for bearing with us over these past three years, we want to thank you with three additional intertwined fates. That yep. is nothing.
1: And I just... <sighs> I, I, I feel like, you know, I know you said that we need to talk about this, but mm-hmm. I can't help but feel like I just, like, whenever something like this comes up, I just feel like I'm beating a dead horse. Yeah. It just... I, and I get it, right? Like, I get it. I, I'm i not really frustrated, <clears throat> but... You got Star Rail over here giving away five-star characters. You got, like, all these other... You're, you're gonna... I, You'll make more money by giving away one free five star character.
0: I I agree. And like the way you mentioned Star Rail because like they just gave away, you know, was it Doctor Ratio or whatever it is? Is that a five star character? I would think so, yeah. They got they got him for free. Wow. And, and Star Rail consistently gives out like a lot of free currency. Yeah. Like every they give away like I mean a a butt ton of like free pulls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of other games do this. Like, you know, I used to play Azure Lane and Blue Archive and Fake Grand Order. And a lot of these games give away a lot of free currency to incentivize, incentivize their 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 players to keep playing. Like, hey, you know, thanks for playing. You know, please keep playing. Here's here's some free stuff. Sure. On one hand, I, I understand where the player frustration comes from. Because, like I so said with Star Rail, you can see that Hoyo has no qualms in giving away free stuff to their players yeah I don't get why it just is with Genshin like yeah and I, do, I don't either I think that's where the frustration comes from because like if you're doing this for your other game why aren't you doing this from like your your main game because you know Genshin has I mean literally three times the players that Star Rail has and you're the same company and we've been here for three years and I'm not one to harp about gifts because one I, I the game is for free like I this game was made for free. I get to play it for free. If I want to spend money, that's my choice. And I really don't care much as much about things like gifts and rewards and things like that as I do about quality of life improvements. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, I, I understand where people are complaining. I don't – I, I had trouble backing things. Like, you should give me more free stuff for playing. Because – and and I'm in the minority here, and I understand that. But to me, that's like – I'm giving this game to play for free. And then they give out free gifts every year. And me just saying you're not giving me enough free gifts for playing your game, even though I'm playing for free, makes me feel like somebody giving me a Christmas present and me telling them to tell me thank you for accepting their gift. As opposed yeah. to me saying thanks. <laughs> and, and 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 that and to me that, that comes off as a sense of like player entitlement. Mm-hmm. But I think that's because I don't care about the about the rewards. And the I don't need that in to keep playing because I think that Genshin itself, the game itself, the exploration, the world, the quality, of the writing, the way it keeps me coming back every day is enough for me to keep supporting the game. But people want to feel appreciated. They want to feel like Hoyo, yeah, Hoyo values us playing, so they want to give us free stuff. And I, I, I understand it. I just have trouble getting behind the, the, the give-me-more-stuff approach. Does that make sense?
1: It does, but at the same time I can't help but feel like there's this like, yeah, because I'm in the same boat as you where it's free, so why would I complain? Because it's free. It's not like It's not I like I got to... pay... it's not like I yeah, paid it's...
0: for the game and then you know, I am not given <sighs> anything for my for my efforts as well. Like I'm I'm playing Mortal Kombat One right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this game was, like, $70. Sure. And then they give me, like, nothing for free. Right. Like, at all. Like, if I want, like, a character skin, like, one character skin in that game, it's $10. It's, like, <sighs> you're out of your mind. And yeah, if it but was... that's the
1: thing. That's <clears throat> the thing is that you're you're guaranteed to get that, though. And I think mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing is that's what's the, the big disconnect is that, the three fates that they're get like, oh, you know what? And as a big thank you for sticking with us, with us, here's three fates. Well, mm-hmm. what if you're someone who, and you know, you have even if a, even if you've been playing this game, like let's just say you have a you have a, a a player who's free to play. They can't afford to to spend money. They don't have a job. Probably younger folks, right? Yeah, that are playing this game and they play through everything. They save all their Prima Gems. Um, and, you know, a character, the character that they've been waiting for finally comes back as a rerun. They don't get that character. And, you know, if for a character to be, you know, absolutely optimal, you want their weapon at R5 and you want their... And you can argue, yeah, you don't need a 5 weapon and a C6 five-star character for it to be optimal. Mm-hmm. But if you have a character... And you don't work, and your prima gems are that limited to the point where you can't spend four ninety nine on a Welkin Moon, mm-hmm. and nothing. And you obviously can't, you know, spend anything else. Yeah. So like those three fates kind of feel really like the three fates kind of feel like a slap in the face because the three fates get you nowhere.
0: I agree, and I think that one of the Chinese responses was I think I read on the translations like, you know, we've been here with you for this long, we've invested this, we've helped the game grow. It's like, and you give us three fates, it's like you can take your three black tassels and go to hell. Was like was like the response to it, because they know like the three fates are just gonna give you three boots, it's not even a ten pull. Like you can get a guaranteed four four star weapon or character. Yeah. And I think that at the very minimal what they could have done is they had done like a ten pull per year, if they had done like thirty intertwined fates instead of three I feel like the entire Christ would have heard. because that doesn't even guarantee you to pity, but it gives you three full 10 pulls. So you're saying, like, as a thank you, they give you 30 pulls? Yeah. So if they give you like 10, 10, 10 fates per year, Yeah. right? I think that the entire thing could have been completely avoided. Because when yeah, they say, think... we're, when they're just going to give you three, like you said, it feels, a lot of players feel like it is just more of an insult than a gift.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the kind of the same complaint that you'll hear a lot with daily commissions mm-hmm. is that you know you if you do the Welkin so you get ninety Prima gems right Yep, let's yep. say like you run through all the content you have nothing to do. Hello, other than build characters yeah, right? It's I right mean, now. like, you <laughs> could, you could, you could, but yeah, okay. So obviously, you know, you can achievement hunt. Some mm-hmm. of those are RNG, so you can't really say oh i could you could achievement hunt because you can't really do that all the time but Mm -hmm. you know you don't have anything to do in the game you log in do your dailies and you claim your 90 prima gems for the welcome moon and you're still 10 prima gems short of a pull and it just feels kind of like it feels so awkwardly bad it's like why why 150
0: yeah I I can agree with that because I have kind of noticed like like why am I like ten like ten primos off like it, it does feel like that the welcome could be bumped up just a smidge or the daily rewards would have something to kind of shore that up to at least one solid pull a day.
1: Yeah, just let us do five daily commissions and yeah. just give us another ten or yeah, that's give us the and, or yeah, you, yeah 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 I mean, and then, either and, way you look at it.
0: And this kind of goes into another part of the argument, and a lot of it's been ongoing, is quality of life improvements for the game itself. And even though the primary complaint that's going on right now, especially on the Chinese region for Genshin Impact, is mainly focused around the lackluster anniversary rewards. Like, it's basically the Genshin first anniversary all over again, uh, except even worse. Because right now, people are like boycotting Genshin Impact social media over there, they're the the Genshin Impact TikTok account in China dropped like two million followers. One of their other, I don't think it was their Billy Billy, but one of the other social media sites they use lost like over a million followers. Players are even boycotting and unfollowing companies that have collabed with Genshin, like uh, young brands like KFC and Pizza Hut. They are unfollowing that, so there's backlash on that. They are review they're review bombing the game. It's it's really nasty right now. And well, I I personally don't care about the rewards myself. I understand the frustration and and where they're coming from. It's, it's, mm-hmm. That's just not my fight. Mine is like, like what we we're just talking about with the the way the Primo Gym situation is and what quality of life is like. We've been begging two years for a resin cap update. Um, I am still to this day clamoring for a teapot loadout increase so I can make my teapot even fancier. Mm -hmm. Um, We need and we just need an ability to, we talked about this earlier, like I wasn't here for any of the Dragon Spine events. I have, aside from the small interactions I've had with Eula through like the summertime event and her character chapter, I have no connection or bond with Eula aside from she hits hard and she looks good. And the ability to replay old events because yeah. there's a there's a lot of lore and character interactions and background stuff that is utterly lost if you know if you weren't there to experience it. And the Quad Alpha updates are just now starting to come into Genshin, and they have only been coming in since the launch of Honkai Star Rail.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Star Rail came out and had so many of the improvements that people have been asking for for Genshin, that the the vocal player base got so loud that they, they started to finally take some of these these features from Honkai and bring it back into Genshin. And I am so glad that it has because the quality of life improvements that are in Honkai coming back to Genshin, it, like, I, if anything, even though I don't play Honkai anymore, I am so glad that it's kind of a quality of life like testbed to like, hey, these things are good. Let's give it back to Genshin. Because we've gotten things like better inventory management, artifact and experience application, underground maps, just so many, uh, even just like something like superficial, like the the character roster lineup when you're building your teams and they've got like the cool backgrounds and the different poses and things like Mm -hmm. that. It's like these are fantastic updates. I want more of that and I will fight for those and I will argue and riot and raise hell against the development team Night and day with you to get that back in there. Before I will complain about I don't get enough fates for the anniversary.
1: I mean, um, they can take those as long as they make good quality of life improvements, like uh, not making me run down the stairs when I want to farm emblems of fate, mm-hmm. and I just spawn right in front of the little. <clears throat> oh yeah, challenge. that was a that so. that
0: that was such a a so many of these updates feel like they've been so long past due, and. Yes, it's better late than never, but it shouldn't have taken this long.
1: Especially the one of the ones that we're gonna talk about later, after the break in in the four point four livestream, like that the one quality of life improvement that I saw, I'm like, thank God. Like it's just or I should say thank Arcon. It's just like it's (laughs) wild to me that this hasn't been a thing.
0: Mm -hmm. But Yeah. Yeah, and there's so much to it. And like I said, and like we we've kind of acknowledged that Honkai and I feel like the success of that it came in as strong as it did last year and as well as done in the way that it's kind of interacted with its player base, because it is a different development team. Even though it's all still Mihoyo, the Rail team is different from the Genshin team. Yep. And I feel like the Genshin team, with the the insurmountable success that Genshin has since, had since its launch. Like Genshin came in and it was it, it was the big dog on campus, and it still is to this day. I mean, nothing is surpassing at this moment. It, but the problem is that I believe, and a lot of the players agree, is that they kind of rested on their haunches. They got comfortable, like, we're, we're fine. What we're doing is good. The, the players are happy. We don't have to do anything. And it's only since the Honkai Star Rail came out and their team started like doing what they're doing that – the Genshin team is kind of being shaken up and being forced to realize like, okay, maybe we need to put forth more effort or maybe we need to put in more player acknowledgement and improve some of these things that players are asking for. Or maybe we'll give a little bit more to incentivize our, car- our players to, to keep coming back. And who knows? I mean, we kind of, that happened with the Zhongli incident. I mean, when Zhongli had to get his buff when he came out. It took, it took the Chinese server, you know, racing hell to get that to happen and with everything going on the way it is maybe we'll see that again who knows yeah maybe i mean i still
1: remember like even when i first started playing there like everybody rose hell when uh i guess like one of the streamers got like a ton of prima gems for free in the mail
0: oh yeah and they revealed it
1: and they revealed it like either by i don't don't remember if it was by accident or whatever but they revealed it and like Mm HoYoVerse got a ton of flack for that
0: yeah, because they were funneling primo gems to content streamers to keep engaging in the game. Yep. Uh, and it, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was yeah, that was fun. Listen. And <laughs> they took
1: they took me it took me two months to come back to the game. I probably mm-hmm. could have I would have been fine not coming back. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I would have been okay. Because there were times where like my wife would be like, Hey, like, why don't you just re download it? And I'll just be like no, nah, I don't want to. Okay. And and so I wouldn't, but I could have. Yeah. If I will tell you right now, if they wanted me to come back to a game and they wanted to do it right, just give I'm, – and I'm like – I'm not like complaining, right? If, they, if they're not going to do – I don't think they're going to do it because that's – and that's the thing that I've always said even since I started the show was if it's a good idea – Genshin Impact won't do it. <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> but like, if I heard, oh, Genshin Impact is doing, has a new update. 4.5 is coming out, and it's a new region, new story quests, and once you complete the story quest, or even if it's like a brand new flagship event, right, mm-hmm. where you have every character from the standard banner come in, like, uh, and, like, do an event. And then at the end of it, at the end of the event, as long as you play in the event and you complete it, you can choose a five-star character. It's like you're incentivizing people to come back. I would would come back. I would have came back
2: earlier. You know
1: what I mean? Like, I just don't see, it's not like you're going to get people to log back into your game to claim that free character. And they're not just going to claim that free character and log out. Mm -hmm. They're just not. Because if they if they weren't gonna if they were gonna claim the free character and then and just log out, they're not gonna play your game. So why would they even bother logging in for a free character? Uh,
0: I mean, I, I agree with you, but on the same time, I also did like re-download and log into Azure Lane because they did a collab with Sanran Cogra, which is a game that I got really big into a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I literally logged in the game, got my currency, pulled the characters, and logged out. And I haven't looked back. Um, so ah. oh.
1: yeah, I, I so yeah, I. And you might be the minority here, and and I could be completely wrong. You know what I mean? But I'm just, I can't see Genshin being the conglomerate of a yeah. gotcha game that it is have that same like have that same effect.
0: No, I, I I completely agree, and and that's
1: also why I said you have to like have it tied to the story so that you actually have to play the game.
0: Yeah, and once you get back into it, and you get into the flow of it, and you get your free character, you're going to want to play with them. You're going to build them up, build up your teams. Yeah, and they let, no, I com- I completely agree, and you know I'm I'm glad that you know we get like free four star skins every now and then, and every lantern out we get a free four star character from the UA. That's all fine, but I, I I agree. Like it feels like at least on the anniversary, they they have nothing to lose. And everything to gain for giving away a free star character like a free five star,
1: yeah. Or, like or you, the or the multi pools like you were saying like they just just they yeah. just need to do it. And I, I just don't understand why they won't. And I don't think yeah. oh well we're losing money by doing that is a it's not a good enough answer.
0: It, it's not because Genshin makes money hand over fist anyway. Because I mean we got over like what sixty something almost seventy million active players on this game. Yep. There's like, I think it said there's like over like six million people actively playing it like, almost every day. That's and wild. that's that's absurd. Yeah, and, and that's one of the biggest complaints, which you which you you you're kind of forced to agree with. Is like, there's no reason why they can't. Like, you can't just say, well, I can't give away that many fee- that many summons because I'll lose money of people are not buying summons. It's like. You are literally drowning in money. Imagine somebody at like zero pity (laughs) or even like,
1: I don't know, I'm trying to do math in my head real quick. Imagine somebody at like 35 pity and -hmm. you give away 30 pulls. Yeah. They're going to be at 65. You don't think they're going to be, if it's a character they want, you don't think, and they're on a guarantee, you don't think they're going to try to spend the money to get another 10 pulls.
0: Yeah, the five or ten dollars to shore up and get to the pity and actually finally break the threshold to get that character. Absolutely. I mean, it's more
1: like twenty. It's like twenty bucks to to break that threshold. But I go, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. my point, though. Like, they're gonna spend that money.
0: Mm-hmm. And, I I, I I completely agree. And, and if
1: they're not on a guarantee, <clears> guess what? And they lose their and they lose it. Guess what? You just gave them the big step. They're like, man, I just had thirty free pulls. I lost my 50-50. 50. But now the character is guaranteed. Now I know for a fact that if I get a five-star, let me do another one. Let yep. me do ten more just to see. And it's like, that's the thought process. Mm-hmm. I know that was my thought process.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's just, if they had literally like taken the oh the three free intertwined and literally just attacked a zero on the other side of that three, I feel like this just would have been – the whole anniversary would have been completely smooth sailing.
1: They just need to do an, an yep. apology post and just be like, listen, we're sorry. It was a big misunderstanding, a big miscommunication. When we sent the memo out, it, it was a three and – or it was a 30 and the, the zero <laughs> just wasn't posted <laughs> in the graphic for the live stream. We're sorry. It is actually 30.
0: Yeah. A yada day. yada. It, it got I scrubbed like. in the email, but <laughs> – but I, I think that they're going to be forced to put out some kind of at least an acknowledgement. Of, hey, you know, to apologize to the player, the player. And they're they going to have to do something to to put the fires on to stick a bandaid on this.
1: I don't know. I'm so, I'm, I'm I wish I mean, it, it, for my it, <laughs> I'm being selfish, obviously. So I'm like, hey, I hope they do. <laughs> like, I'll take more free stuff. You know what I mean? Even though I'm yeah. not the one complaining. But uh, I'm, I'm I'd be hard pressed to say I don't think it's going to happen.
0: If it was global, I would say it would be swept under the rug. But the fact that it is at home and on the and it is the Chinese community that's that's rioting, um, that's that's pretty much the only reason I can actually see something possibly coming of this. But yeah. the 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 biggest thing that they're going to have to do is that the Chinese community is going to have to not only boycott but to stop spending money. Yep. Because if you say I unfollowed you on TikTok, but I really want Cloud Retainer, so here's a hundred dollars. Nothing's going to change.
1: And, in, and that's exactly why I think that it's not going to happen. Yeah. So, so I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely see. Well, I mean, they've already got my welcome moon money. So, I mean, they've they got my monthly five bucks.
1: Yeah. But I just did my welcome
0: <laughs> moon today. <laughs> know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm weak. So, <laughs> but again, I don't care about the words. I mean, if they, if they literally come out the anniversary and say, like, hey, here's the resin cat's been raised to, to 200 and given us literally nothing else i would have been you know what cool i'm here for it happy anniversary let's go yeah, but that that's we'll that that's me
1: yeah we'll see we'll see
0: yeah so um yeah man wow it's gonna be a long episode yeah let's um and i really got a piece. so let's uh let's take a break real quick <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh and we, we will come back to this and uh we'll jump into this a little 4.4 uh coverage and see what we got coming on in the next big update sound good all right awesome let's go All right, and we are back. All right, I definitely feel better. Uh, hopefully, after an entire, like, that was a lengthy, like, our first segment normally runs, like, 15, maybe 20 minutes. Um, oh, no, ours was 40. Yeah, <laughs> ours, ours was, was nice and healthy, but that, that was a fun discussion. I, I did enjoy that. It's, it's, I love having you back on here, man. It's good. It's, it's it needed good. to happen. It is. It, it, it definitely did, I'm always happy to hear it. I know that the uh, the listeners are glad to hear, um you know, Big Daddy Dalton come back onto the show.
1: That's right.
0: So, um, yeah, so version 4.4, uh, live stream, went live just the other day, and we have our new Lantern right coming in with a, a handful of, of big updates going. So, you ready to dive into it? Oh, yeah. All right, so fourth Lantern right is here, and the first thing, you know, first and foremost, we are going to be using uh, Sora Hoshina's uh, kind of overview of the, uh, of the live stream which if you haven't followed Sora Hoshina on the Hoyo Lab app, definitely give her a follow. Uh, They do fantastic write-ups with pictures and layouts and descriptions. Um, They they do a very, very good job. So, yeah, if you haven't followed them yet, definitely do so. But the first thing we're going to jump into are the Wish Banners, which with the Phase 1, we are going to have two new characters join the roster. I know one people have been waiting for for like a long time. Oh, yeah. So with phase one, we have Jian Yun, which is going to be Cloud Retainer, coming in as the new five-star animal character, and she will be joined by Nahida on her rerun, and as well as the new four-star character, Ga Ming. It's not gaming, it it's is game. Ga Ming. It, it is gaming. Ga, no, it is not gaming, it is Ga Ming. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, I saw that, and I was just like, wait, hold on. I saw you, like, post something in Discord, and I was just like, hold on, what yeah. is that name? And yeah. as soon as I saw his outfit, and I realized, I was like, okay, that's definitely, like, Chinese-inspired. His name's definitely Kaming. So, yeah, I, I know.
0: I feel like it's <laughs> such an intentionally trolly localization of it, because it I is. think they said, I think it's, like, Cantonese original. Like It could have been translated as, like, Kaming, like, with a K instead of a G. Uh-huh. Or they could have like added an H in there, like a G A H M I N G. But I feel like 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 the they were localized like like you know what would be funny, and then they just rolled with it.
1: Yep. I I think it's intentional, especially like given his like his like his upbeat like fun personality. But I mm-hmm. mean, whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about uh, Cloud Retainer and uh, and uh, and Gamer Bro?
1: Yeah, I I went searching for leaks just to see like what kind of a character this was gonna be, uh, okay. Because I was very, I used uh, yeah, I used Shao a lot, so uh, you know we learned a little bit more about her kit later in the in the Sora Hoshino post, but Mm -hmm. um, I was very interested, and then I heard some like weird things about like her movements and stuff, okay. Um, But I love it. I think. You know, character design-wise, very, very cool. Never would have expected her to look like this.
0: Like Bayonetta?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's, she's
0: literally Genshin Bayonetta as far as looks go. She's got the red glasses and everything.
1: Yeah, I think her design's really cool. Uh, I really do like Cloud Retainer and how she talks, like, as in her Adeptus form. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's great. Gaming, hands down, like, I've been looking for... I've been, like, scrolling through my list of characters trying to find like a main DPS pyro character that I want to like play other than D Luke. Okay. And I can't find one that it like really like stands out to me. And this is it.
0: It's gone. okay. Really? Is, is he going to oh, be an yeah. on field DPS? I guess we'll talk about him later, but Uh yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, I, I think I agree with you. It's like I mean, I know that Daya is not supposed to be an on-field DPS, but I use her as one anyway. Mm-hmm. But as far as like actual onfields, like I mean, I really like the way uh, Yanfei plays. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's like super fun to play. I would like to better because I actually got his sword here recently too. If he just hit a little bit faster, but he is he is painfully um, slow to swing that big old sword. Who do you
1: have on uh, the team with him?
0: Oh, I don't. He's not on a team right now. He's he's oh. just kind of hanging out there. I mean, he yeah.
1: You could do I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I was gonna say Mika because he gives you like an attack. I, there's got to be a character that it, that works with Diluc that gives him like a, an attack speed boost.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there is. I mean, he he's fine because he gets like you know pyro infusion and stuff in his attacks. So there's a lot you can do with him on things like you know burgeon and overload and stuff like that. I just haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, if Gami is going to be an on-field, it could be interesting. I'm kind of with you on on Cloud Retainer. I, again, I love her humor and the way that she talks. Um, I think it's more like the Twitter jokes and the Reddit cracks that they make, like, you know, using her like kind make fun of, like, Ganyu and shin and just kind of, like, yeah. you know riffing on the way she talks and the way she acts. Yeah. But I do think her design is pretty good. Um, her mobility, like, her ability of being like, pretty much, like, you know, double jump and stuff or triple jump like in the air and then die the sky stepping yes yeah, so yeah cool that's cool and that how sh- her ability pretty much lets you make any character into xiao yep it is, is is very interesting so this
1: changes everything like i mean it has the it has the opportunity to change a lot mm-hmm. because nobody other than xiao is going to be jumping up and plunging Right? Yeah. Like if when you think of plunging characters, you think Xiao. You don't mm-hmm. think of anybody else unless you're accidentally going up on Albedo's elevator. That's yeah. the only time that like I'm plunging. And I think the plunging, like uh scaling, like the damage scaling on plunging attacks gets so overlooked because of that reason. And now I just hope that the buffs that she gives and mm-hmm. the, like I just hope that the it's worth having her in the team to to change up the rotation for some characters. You know what I'm trying to say?
0: Now, does, does, uh, a, does a plunging attack, is there a huge difference between that and then just trying to clobber people with your normal and charge attacks on the ground?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying is I hope that the the scaling on the plunging attacks for characters is mm-hmm. worth putting her on your team. Otherwise, okay. she's just a shall buffer. You know yeah. what I mean? And sure. he's already got a bunch of them.
0: Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if that can really mix up the mechanics, I mean, I'm all for it. I feel like that here recently they've been trying to find ways to breathe new life into existing mechanics, because like, like, like you say, like punching attacks are not a thing. Like, aside from getting the achievement where you have to pretty much dive down a mile and hit an enemy, or using Zhao and his burst and his jump and dive attacks, nobody uses punching attacks ever. Yeah. yeah. So, no, if this, if this can breathe new life into that in the same way that, like, Navia kind of breathed a little bit of fresh life into into Geo by just being ludicrously strong, yep. then I'm all for it. Yeah, that's so,
1: honestly one of the other reasons why I pulled for her, too, because she oh. wasn't defense scaling.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, no, I, I, I'm with you. I'm probably going to throw some at Cloud Retainer. I'm back onto my pity. So, we'll see if Tinari or Deluke continue to haunt my 50 50 Oh, your
1: 50 50
0: yeah so, so am I so yep yeah I mean I thought about holding off my guaranteed off in and, and saving it for Cloud Retainer but knowing how strong Ryan is like well I'll throw some singles and then she came home anyway I'm like well that kind of shoots that then so do you have Shao I do not
1: okay
0: I don't do like anything with Animo outside of my Sucrose like ever oh okay yeah okay. Like, Interesting. like yeah Jean was like my my on field for the longest time Um, Because I have an affinity for healing characters. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I got to Inazuma and got Kuki, and that was kind of like the end of that. Like, even now, even though I got Kokomi, and she's my healer on some teams, I mean, Kuki is like, if I'm going to have to heal on something, I'm taking Kuki.
1: So what's, like, your main, like, your go-to team right now?
0: Right now, since getting Navia, I have my Hella Gumbrella team, um, which is Navia, Dea, Zhongli, and Bennett. But because I just got Raiden, I am thinking about swapping out my Pyro infusion with Daya and Bennett into like into Raiden and Kuki. And so wait, what, so you're, it's Navia, Daya,
1: Zhongli, Bennett,
0: and Bennett, yeah. Mm, gotcha. Which, it probably isn't optimal for anything, but my Navia can still go in there completely unbuffed and blasting for like 300,000 damage.
1: Oh, no, then that's you're doing the job. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's like it doesn't matter. If I throw down Bennett, then she gets even stronger. And I don't really care if we're using Bennett a whole lot. But Mm -hmm. that's apparently that's a hurdle I just have to get over because every time I say I don't use my Bennett, people yell at me. Yeah. I mean,
1: I think it's really cool (laughs) that you don't use Bennett because once you use him and you like really see like how good he is, it's kind of hard to get away from it. And it feels bad not using him. So if I were you, I would just, just keep. Just yeah. keep doing your thing. I'm using that, my main team has Kuki in it and doesn't have Meta in it, and I think it's great. The only thing I hate is that Kuki's always low on health.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that, that's the same thing. After everything, I have to like let her sit her with her ring or build her health back up. But that, that's my situation with Yelan. I can't do anything with Hydro without having Yelan in, in my team anymore, and it's, it's, she's completely broken my mindset when it comes to Hydro teams. Yep. So, <laughs> but uh, after uh, <laughs> after that, we'll have phase two of the uh, the new event wish. Which will, feature, which will feature reruns for Zhao, who we were just talking about, and Yai Miko. So, yeah. but you, so you, do you have both these characters? Yeah, I fought to get
1: Xiao for two straight banners and lost my 50-50s on both, and then I got him on the third time that I went to get him. Okay. Yai Miko was like a pity pull. It was just like, eh, you know, I'll throw 10, and then I ended up getting her. Okay. And then I thought, oh, I'll build up pity, and I did another 10, and I got her C1. Okay, well cool. So two completely different ends of the spectrums. I, this is a skip for me.
0: Okay, so all right, so are you gonna so phase one, you're probably gonna pull forward to try and get Ga Ming or Cloud Retainer?
1: I'm definitely going for Cloud Retainer and I have as of right now, without anything that I can get in the actual four point four update, mm-hmm. I have enough to guarantee a five star. And I'm already wow. at like third like close to thirty pity. Okay, and I have about seventy to eighty pulls already saved up. So awesome! I'll definitely have her mm-hmm. between for like all of like her all of phase one. Like I'll definitely have enough. Yeah, it's just I I want to get her, and I I just need to save as much as possible because I need Farina when she runs. I need it.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I can see Please, that. Please, um, <laughs> It Might be
1: those three intertwined faints that do it. So.
0: It, it might. It might. Is oh god, I'm not getting back. What into about that. you, Jesus? Um, I'm definitely gonna throw some stuff at at Cloud Retainer. Um, I already have Nahida, and Nahida's great. Um, my Nahida still isn't level 90. Actually, she's been at 80 since I got her, um, because I've been lazy on farming her lotuses and things like that. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna throw some stuff. She doesn't need
1: to be at, at level
0: 90. Yes, yeah, she doesn't. Um, but no, I'm, I'm definitely gonna throw stuff at John Yin. Um If I don't get her. I mean, I'm cool with it. I would like to have her, but I'm not I'm not going to like be upset if I don't get her. Mm-hmm. Um, if I do get a five-star and it is Luke or Tinari again, I will cry. Because <laughs> I've been in this game since launch, and I still don't have a Mona or a Chi-Chi. And apparently that's supposed to be like, statistically impossible. So, yeah, I will take a Mona or Chi-Chi, another day of Constellation, or a Cloud Retainer, and I'll be good. Hmm.
2: Yeah, nice. Uh-huh.
1: I think yeah, yeah. I mean, Mona would be really good. Not obviously for like obvious reasons. I'm not saying that, but um, yeah, she's yep. a really good buffer. Does has really good off field hydro damage. So, but. yeah.
0: So yeah. No. Now phase one for me. Phase two is a skip, and I feel like it's going to be that way for most people. Um, I, I don't see the Phase 2 banner really pulling a whole lot of numbers. But maybe there's some people that really want Jao that have been missing him or really want Yae Miko. Who knows? Especially since Raiden Shogun just got her banner. Maybe people will to go and, you know, get the pair. I but. think
1: they did a wonderful thing by putting Ga Ming on the new character banner.
0: Oh, 100%. No, no. The Cloud Retainer banner with Ga Ming on it as well and with the Nahida rerun, that, that banner is going to do pretty well. I'm pretty sure. You can't have an Adeptus and an Archon and a new character on a single banner and, ha- and not have it do well. You know, yeah. the only thing that's going to keep those numbers down is if they don't do things to calm down the, the writing we talked about earlier. Yep. So, uh, well, we'll see what happens there. But, um, with the, with John, you like, I said, man, we got a lot of cool new mechanics going on. Like maybe she will redefine the plunging mechanic. And with her new, her new, like, air step thing going on, I think that her world exploration abilities are gonna be as good as as like Wanderer has. hmm Um, if anything maybe more engaging. Because the Wanderers you kinda like float up and you just kinda like hold it and hover, don't you? Yeah, you
1: like chances are you'll like climb up to a mountain right before your character starts to enter the stamina mode and then you'll use that to get up even higher and then that way you're saving all your stamina for getting as t- as high as you can get. But yeah, it's, it's okay. basically that.
0: Okay. Awesome. So yeah, I think that she's going to be really cool. Even if in addition to her new gameplay mechanics, as well as the world exploration, I think she's going to be just a very cool all around character. I can definitely see her being like S tier, like all the way around. Yeah. And, uh,
1: the animations are great.
0: Yeah. No, no. She looks, she looks really, really good. Um, Gaming with being the new four star, I can say aesthetically, he's not my jam. But that being said, his animations look really good. But he's got pants. He does. He does. So that was my first. One. My first time, I was like, "Oh, great! Another young boy character with shorts." And then I looked even closer. I'm like, "No." His pants go down to his ankles.
1: Oh, I have. And I have got stuff to say it, later <clears throat> down the road.
0: It it, it it took it took me a minute to process this. Like I was literally like taking it back and like had to like catch my breath. Was like the kid has pants on like full-on pants and that may be enough to get me to throw stuff because i think that his animations are really good this is the the chinese aesthetic has never really been my thing um but i do appreciate the the quality in his animation his attacks and stuff like his moves look awesome oh yeah and
1: the animations are beautiful
0: yeah, the the way he dances and with the fireworks and the sparks and the mask and everything, it looks really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if it'll be enough to get me to take him as my free four star that we're gonna get for Lantern Right. Um, mainly because is, I also really want Ningguang constellations. Yeah but, is is
1: Lantern Right going to be in the
0: first phase? I am not sure.
1: That's the thing, right? Like, I might not like choose him if I get enough constellations while pulling for Cloud Retainer.
0: I think that's going to be a big influencer as well. I think a lot of people are going to be looking at that. Depending on who they're going to take as their free four star, because he mm-hmm. is on the new banner. So there's chances are a lot of people are going to get him with the rate up on the on the phase one banner. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm thinking too.
0: So I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll hold out there. But um, but I I again I think that Gavinc's design it is cool. It's not my thing. I know a lot of people like have loved it ever since they had leaks of his potential design, and now his animations look great. I think his voice sounds really good. Um, he is a four-star pyro claymore character, so I mean, you know, we can never get enough pyro claymores, I guess. Because that, I, six, how many now? Uh, oh, three. Is it Dilute? Dea, him? I feel like there's one that I'm missing, but maybe there's not yeah no no maybe nope, that is it no no that's it oh so he is he's our first four-star pyro claymore yeah oh well good for him okay cool now you're pulling That shows form. how much yeah i i might i might <laughs> it, 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 the collector mentality of me also wants me to pull form like i want to add into my roster just to have him mm-hmm. but at the same time i've only got like c1 Wong and i want my Wong to be a lot stronger so i can actively use her um, so that that's kind of where I am on the fence with that, yeah, but uh in addition to our new characters, we also have the new weapon, which is the crane's echoing call, which is going to be Cloud retainer's dedicated weapon uh, as a catalyst and it is a very, very pretty ornate fan and it's I got don't
1: that, like artwork <clears throat> on it that like you see in like the very lovely like animated cutscenes.
0: it does. It does. It look. It looks like a really, really pretty weapon. Um, I don't have any statistics on the weapon. Yeah. As far as like what its uh, what its main stats or substats or abilities and stuff are.
1: It's gonna do something with plunging attacks.
0: Oh, I. It probably will It'll probably do something like you know, it increases plunging attack damage by thirty percent. This effect carries on even if the character's not on field or whatever. Yeah. So it'll, it'll probably be something ridiculous like that, which will make it probably like her best in slot and probably somewhat useless for other characters. But mm-hmm. we'll see. But but it looks really, really good. If you pull Cloud Rotaner, do you think you're going to go for her weapon as well? Or
1: uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know, right? I mean, it's this is what I also hate about the new character not being in the second half because in the second half you get the new live stream. So you okay. get to see what's coming next. Yep. you can kind of get, make like an educated decision on like what you want to do like eh, is it worth it here you kind of have to take a gamble I don't I don't know who's going to it could be Farina it could be you know Rise it could be Nerva I mean I think that's a little soon but it could happen
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I need to decide okay well I, the only way I think I do it is if I get her early and I see and I can get Gomming to C6 with okay. leftover prima gems
0: that's Ooh, like that's... the only
1: way I try to pull for this.
0: Okay, I mean, I I think that's that's really high expectations. That that's that's pretty greedy. I don't think that's going to happen for you. I hope yeah, it but does, not. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: um, I most my, likely my, won't pull for it though.
0: My problem with pulling on for Catalyst is that I feel like with Catalyst characters, you very rarely see the weapon anymore. Um, so it's like with like with Risley, like he was a Cryo Catalyst. Mm-hmm. But when you're playing with him, the Catalyst is nowhere to be seen, because he pulls out his gauntlets and he does you know dashy punchy boxing things. And I feel like that's become more prevalent in recent Catalyst characters, for sure. Um, so I don't know. That, that's kind of my stance on it. Even if I pull for if I get um if I get Cod Retainer, it's going to be a hard a hard press for me to actually pull for her weapon as well, unless it is like just ridiculously broken
1: yeah so, that's the other thing is like what other five star weapons can I use like can I take Lost Prayer of the Sacred Winds off of Wanderer and give it to, to her like it just yeah, it really or, depends on what other weapons are good
0: or or there'll be some nonsense like Thrilling Tales of Dragon will be her best in slot for some reason like you district goal oh I hope not yeah so we'll see uh, after the new banners, we also have a new boss uh, joining the roster we have the Solitary Suani, which yeah yeah, um, yeah, very, very cool looking boss. Kind of like it's not an die. It's what would they say it was? It's it's like an it's like a slumber like elemental god that was supposed to like their presence is supposed to bring about good luck. It's like a yeah. like a like a beast of legend that's just like kind of like been lost in in the in the valley. It looks but like it, a
1: legendary Pokemon.
0: It does. It does. It definitely is very, very like a Chinese inspired looking, almost like a like a like a Japanese Kirin, but not. Yeah. But yeah, you can tell that is definitely going to be um, Cloud Retainer's boss material fight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it, it looks really good. I'm excited to see how that goes. But my my thing with a lot of these new bosses, and I got this in Fontaine too, is like they came up with these great looking fights, like the um the 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 dancing. The dancing uh, mechs and by the fountain, and then the the, the lightning seahorse unicorn, and they had these like really really great looking bosses with cool animations and scenery and stuff like that. Yeah, and and then you just thrash them in like twenty seconds, yep. so you don't need to experience a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, so I expect this to be a lot of the same. It kind of keeps me from getting really hyped up, aside from like. You know, weekly domain boss fights mm-hmm. but I am still somewhat excited to see how, how this one plays out and what new mechanics and achievements will be linked to the fight
1: yeah that's the thing that I look forward to is going to look at like okay what are the achievements side to this boss okay I need to watch out for this mechanic and try to like play to the mechanic and that's kind of like the fun in it for me I just like mm-hmm. going up to them and like a lot of the world bosses you just like kind of float down to yeah, and they're just kind of like chilling, mm-hmm. and you're just like, "Oh yeah, I'm flying down to this like this this massive boss, and it just like starts
0: to like target you. It and like, I, I the yeah, it rumbles to life. Yep. No, I, I I completely agree. Uh, but no, I, I'm here to see how that plays out. Uh, with the release of Cotter Tanner, Jian Yun will also be getting her story quest the Gru the Gru Serena chapter Act One. And so you'll be able to go and go on Jian's uh, character chapter. I think it's going to be a lot of reflection on why she is now, you know, coming out to walk, walk, you know, with in the mortal realm with the humans, and they will get a little reflection of uh, like her, her dwelling with Shinha and Ganyu and her history and her past. So that, that that'll be to to jump into as well. Um, all of the recent character chapters have been really, really good uh, here for some reason. They've all had like great cinematics and like stories, and I feel like it really kicked off with um, with Yoi Mia's second character chapter. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that really just set a new standard that a lot of these new ones have really been trying to hold up to. So hopefully, we'll get more of that with hers. Yeah, uh, we do have some new events coming in. Uh, the first one is going to be the vibrant harriers aloft in spring breeze, which they've all, they always seem to do like a lot of these kind of like similar events when Lanternite comes around. Um, they have like the the flying through the air through the fireworks like racing event, which I am all for. I think that it looks really really pretty. Um, which we, we are going to have that as well. They've got this new event, which is the co-op, which is kind of like the gather the tokens um, and then get the high score and kind of like a co-op competition kind of event, which looks really good. Um, those are always fun. And I do like that you can actually team up with your friends into like, you know, a two or four party group and go into it together. Maybe we'll do something like that for the show in the Discord community and maybe have like little competitions or something like a little tournament. Oh, yeah. That could be fun. Um, and then they also have a new kind of like a board game, like a puzzle solving board game where you will use, um, and Goba Mm -hmm. to try and reach food ingredients for the Lantern Rite Festival.
1: This is the one I'm looking the most forward to.
0: The, the little puzzle event? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of these like look really cute and they have been really fun in kind of like their simplistic design. Um, but I do appreciate when they do like new and different things like this.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Um, especially like a lot of the recent events, like the last big event we had, like the, like the, the sniper event was like, was was like, yeah, that was like crazy amounts of fun. Or then like the, 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 the making a movie event where you had to like, you know, kind of script and choose the camera angles and stuff like that. So yeah, every time they do something new like this, I am, I'm completely on board. And I think that these, these all look really, really good. And even though the racing event is kind of the same, where it's like, you know, fly through the air and gather lanterns. I've always liked it during Lantern Rite because you fly through this new area and, like, all the fireworks are exploding around you. And you get such a sense of, like, the festive atmosphere. I really, really like it. Mm -hmm. And uh, as far as I can tell, there's no, like, super, like, complicated uh, combat event going on with some mechanic that I'm going to ignore. So I'm, I'm cool with that as well.
1: Yeah, that's always refreshing. I'm o- I've always been a fan of the one event every patch that doesn't make me feel like I'm playing Genshin and yeah. like I remember last Lantern Rite for me that was the it was the origami like shadows that you had to like turn oh, yeah, around that. and like oh, such a fun mm-hmm. puzzle to do. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Yeah, those were fun. Um we also have the Friends at the Doorstep, which is going to be our free four-star giveaway. Which of course means that you will get to invite a free four-star character from the Liyue roster to join your to join uh to join your you know your character collection. And last year, Yao Yao joined the lineup, and this year, Ga Ming is going to join it. So we have uh, Ga Ming, Yao Yao, Zhang Ling, Beidou, Jin Chou, Ning Wang, Chang Yun, Jin Yan, um, Yun Jin, and Yan Fei. Will all yeah. be able to choose from? I always forget Yunjin's name, and I don't know why.
1: Yunjin, how can you yeah. forget Yun Jin?
0: I always forget Yun Jin. I don't know why, because she's to me personally, she's kind of like unremarkable. <gasps> um, I think she's fine, how but dare. I, I would say the only character that I think that I think is like, and I, I hate to say it because you know I no discredit to the character itself or the voice actor or anything like that, but Chong just I don't I don't understand the the point of Chong Yun. Because I think that him and Xin Yan are like the only two characters in the game that have never appeared in an Archon or Interlude quest to date.
1: Uh. So,
0: yeah, there's that. But I'm, yeah, I'm not getting that.
1: But Xin Yan came with the summertime event.
0: She did. She did. She did have a. Sung <laughs> Yun
1: has done the least amount in all of these.
0: Yun, I feel like exists solely for the reason to give Jin Cho someone to bounce off of in dialogue, because uh, yeah, they are to- they are totally you know a dynamic with them. Mm-hmm. So I see that. Yeah. Uh, on part two, we have the receiver of friends from afar, and this is a event that will take place at the Wangshu Inn, in which we're going and we're going to assist in cooking, and I think that this looks like crazy amounts of fun. Um I don't know if you ever played games like Cooking Mama and things like I, that. I haven't
1: played that one, but I've played games similar that have mechanics very similar to this.
0: Yeah. So this one had ones where you like, you know, you'll use your different mechanics to chop vegetables or to stir a wok and things like that, and I love things like this. Mm-hmm. So I am I am completely on board with uh with this kind of cooking event. And I I'm excited to play that. It's kind of like the the pressure washing event on the on the on the the deep clean the mean clean machine that they got going on the uh, on the web event right now I I'm, mm-hmm. I'm down I'm here for it yep uh, we have the journey through hill enigmatic terrain uh, and that's a word yeah uh, in which mysterious statues have suddenly appeared in Dadopa Gorge and in their villages hairless troll tribes are behaving strangely there must be some secret in the depth of these places for adventurers to discover. And the mechanic on this was kind of interesting, to where you'll use this iuipano to which you will kind of jump and transfer from like hillichurl to hillichurl to kind of infiltrate the camp.
1: This is awesome.
0: Yeah, and it, it it does look a very neat kind of like one of those like puzzle like tactical espionage feeling like events.
1: Do you remember in, like, World of Warcraft where, like, like, I think it was if you were a warlock, you could use an eye and you could control the eye and, like, go forward and, like, kind of scout out the
0: things? I, the Eye of Kilrog, as a Blood Elf Warlock, I loved that ability of yeah, having the eye this built, is like... this what this reminds
1: me of and I love it.
0: Yeah, I'm, you know, yeah I'm, I'm totally for it. So you'll you'll go through it, we'll find out, and then there'll be, like, a really, like, large Salmon Troll, which are, like, the uh, the Hillitroll mages. Uh, will be waiting for us to engage in, in combat with and have some kind of unique mechanics to try and overcome. And yep. from what I saw, it looked like there may be some co-op aspects to this as well.
1: Uh, I might have missed that part, but we'll see. Because when you look
0: at the combat, like, if, even on uh, like the screenshot you look yeah. at here, there's yeah, someone Farina. that's attacking, but there's Farina standing off to the side.
1: Nah, she's just here to watch. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I guess. Uh, so I'm interested to see how that plays out. But that event looks like it's going to be really, really fun. Yeah. Uh, we have the Triumphant frenz- the triumphant Frenzy event. Uh, in the depths of a mysterious domain, uh, treacherous foes of even more <laughs> mysterious origins are preparing for battle. Carefully analyze the opposing lineup and adapt to swiftly dispatch your foes. Here's our combat event. Yep. And, yeah, looks like each one's going to be four rounds. There'll be different mechanics in which you will have to adjust and accommodate for for different buffs and debuffs and get through so it's not a genshin event without a combat event mixed in there somewhere so here you go yeah um i'm not really hyped one way or the other for another combat event um i've you know you and i have talked about it before Talked about pharaoh Talked about emerald unless it's like that one combat event to where you're taking pictures and watching things explode in really cool big numbers i kind of check out as far as mechanics go in these events yeah um but I, I am glad that they do at least attempt to try and make things interesting um it just never quite lands on me i mean how do you feel about these things
1: i don't care for like the mechanics of the fighting but i do appreciate that they will give you trial characters to test and see how you like the character. Mm. With a bunch of different teams outside of, like, what they normally just do with, like, the trial, the trials that you can do, like, on their wish banners.
0: Oh, you know, that, that's limited. a good way of looking at it.
1: So that's that's just, like, kind of how I look at it. And then, like, you, they give you, a, it's. I mean, it's, like, they give you different, like, uh, different difficulties to play on. Yeah. And if you choose the hard one and you can test out some teams, you can see kind of, like, what you can take into the abyss and, like, what's going to work well and all that. So that's, what I, that's how I kind of look at it, but either, like, if they replaced it with another event, I wouldn't be mad.
0: Okay, that's actually a really good approach. I never actually thought about doing, like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about maybe trying to pull from New Ballet. Let me mix him up with some other characters since he's going to be my free trial. Um, yep. I've never really actually considered that. Because like, you know, when I look at it, it's like, oh, well, here's a trial character, but the level 80 is like, oh, I'm not using a level 80 character. I'm using my level 90 characters. What the heck? Um, right. But no, no, that's actually, actually a, a really solid approach to it. So no, I... I completely agree with you. I might actually start using these, what I consider humdrum combat events as like character <laughs> trials for like team comp stuff. No, that's actually really cool. That's a good idea.
1: And it's not. It's not often that they bring this kind of event around where they force you to use the trial characters and then don't leave it as an option. let like you're forced to use the level eighty characters. So I know that the rewards are possible are all going to be possible to gain because I'm limited to what they're giving me. Yeah, if that makes sense. So it's it just does. up to me to like have fun with the team building and stuff.
0: Yeah, no, that's really cool. I, I one of my favorite things, especially when they give you trial characters, that the ones that you already have. It's like, hey, here's a level 80 Bennett. And it's like I'm not gonna use your trial character because my level 90 Bennett is like so much better. But, but no, I, I like your approach to it, and yeah, you know, maybe that'll be a way for me to experiment with some characters that I do not have, and can yeah. experiment with the characters that I do have, and see how they, how I, you know, how I vibe with them, I guess yep uh we do have a handful of new skins coming in uh the first one being for Jingcho, which uh Xingqiu is pretty much rated for arena's wardrobe uh you know white shorts and you know black jacket blue bow tie you know the whole nine yards yeah um <laughs> uh, boy in shorts skin um not, not not my thing what do you think about it
1: so that first picture where he's reading the book uh-huh. I love it. I think it's such a good picture, right? Like the new hairstyle where he has like this the really small ponytail. Yeah. He looks dapper as heck. And then the second picture, he looks all smug. He's got his hand on his chin, you know, he's posing. Mm-hmm. Alpha looks cool. And then they show the shorts. And I'm just like And the little sock garters? Yeah, it's like I mean like the sock garters <laughs> or whatever, because like didn't Linny have them or something? I don't remember. No,
0: Linny has th- Thigh highs. That's right.
1: Lenny has thigh th- highs. That that threw me for it's a completely
0: even... different loop, and I'm not gonna get into that, otherwise I'll get hate mail. But I mean, <laughs> it's it's all good. But
1: yeah, no, I loved Lenny's outfit, and again, another uh, character that I tried pulling for, and I never got. But uh, um, you know, I think Sing Cho's outfit, honestly, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably get some hate for this. If it wasn't for the shorts, if he was just
0: wearing pants. no if they were white slacks i'd be all over it even if they
1: didn't even go down to his like to his feet if the pants i get what you're saying white slacks on this outfit would be sick but if they even just like went to like where his socks began or maybe a little bit past that mm -hmm. like this would have been the best outfit of this update
0: yeah but these are like mid-thigh short shorts and but i mean, like you said like from the waist up like you know he looks like when it, when they had it the picture cropped and it's like from like the top of the shorts and up
2: yeah it's like it, he looks
0: he looks <laughs> dapper as hell i mean his vision is mounted like an epaulet on his shoulder yeah i'm like that's cool i'm 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 here for it and just as it continues to to go down it just keeps getting worse yeah and now this will be a skin that we do get for free this event uh, similar to before how we got in the free skin for Lisa. We got the free skin for Kaya. Uh, this will be our free skin for this event. Um, so if you're a Cho player and, you know, this is your jam, then I'm very, very happy for you. But, uh, but yeah, if, if they just had, you know, slacks or just even longer pants, I'd have been for it. But to me, just the short shorts and the sock garters that it, it, it I can't, I can't not laugh at it. Yeah. But, um, but speaking of short, short, Uh, We have a new skin for Ganyu And uh, boy howdy That dress is short short Uh, Oh yeah (laughs) Yeah
1: (laughs) This is my first waifu
0: Uh, So the thing that that I kind of noticed Is that if you compare Ganyu's new dress To her Her default skin Her new dress actually has All the same patterns as her default skin It's just been cropped up Like really really high That's fine um yeah yeah also completely fine um so there are some people are kind of like yes this skin is amazing and then other people are like wow this skin is something so
1: when i first saw this one and the next one mm -hmm. i my first impression is oops i accidentally zoomed in on
0: her thigh um Accidentally, yeah, I I feel I can feel the quotation marks around that word. No,
1: I, I, it's just I, I don't see like that big of a difference Mm -hmm. at first. Like you really have to like go through the screenshots to, to see the difference in these a little bit.
0: Yeah. Now, the thing that gets me is about like this skin and the next one that we're going to talk about is like I thought there was. An aspect to where the followers of Cloud Retain, know, like Shinha and Ganyu, had to wear that was the whole reason why they wore full on bodysuits. Is because aren't their arms and legs supposed to be like discolored because of like the water or something from where they reside? Uh, Is it just their arms? You know, like, Arlacino's got like the, the full black on arms, like you know, a like caterpillar was like the Hilladrol, he had the blacked out arms.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't the don't Ganyu and Shin aren't they supposed to have that same thing going on? Uh, I don't know,
1: I don't think so. I don't remember hearing that or seeing that.
0: Okay, maybe I'm misreading, but I thought that the whole reason that they wore like the full legging bodies is because they had like that black like discoloration with their skin, but maybe not because there's a lot of leg in this costume, like a lot of. Oh, um, well, I mean,
1: they're both wearing the black like arm covers.
0: Uh, they are, but also Shinha doesn't have gloves on, so you can't see like her her bare hands. But I think you can in her normal uh, skin anyway as well. I have to relook. Yeah, yeah ma- maybe know. maybe I'm just re- misremembering something. I will have to look that up. So use uh,
1: looks so much better from the back, and that's not. I'm not saying that like <laughs> because you look at the picture. For all of our audio listeners, I know you you can't see it, but if you go on Sora Hoshina's post, you can see it. Mm -hmm. The back view where Ganyu's like walking away from the camera, like I can tell here that it's like a much, it's a completely different skin, especially the way they did her hair. It looks so good.
0: Yeah. Oh, people love the updo since they kind of like tied up the the mini rat tail thing she has going on. Yeah. And like braided it with the decoration. Uh, I like the way that the back of the bow kind of glows. I hope yes. that's not just a visual effect, like for the cinematic. I hope it actually does look like that because it is super pretty.
1: I think it's, I think it's the skin, and I think yeah. it's really cool.
0: Yeah, no, but uh, I, I think that this uh, this costume looks looks really really good. Um, I'm not sure if I'll spend money on it. Uh, actually, I, actually, I know I won't spend money on it because I don't even have a Ganyu. So, um, what about you? Do you have Ganyu?
1: Ganyu was the first character I ever spent money on. Oh. Um yeah, when I started playing Genshin, I remember like my justification was I'll spend sixty bucks and I'll try to get Ganyu because if I were to buy any game mm-hmm. and play it, it would be sixty dollars. So that's kind of how I justified it, and I did end up winning my fifty fifty on her and she was my main DPS for so long and I've been wanting to like redo her on a team. Yeah. Uh, I if I had to pick a skin though like this would be it i just can't i just can't spend the money on the skin right now it's just the the discount isn't enough for me to justify it i always think about every time i redo my Welkin moon i'll just keep the genesis crystals as genesis crystals until i have enough for a skin and then just use that but I never do. I always just yeah. turn them into Prima uh, gym, So Yep,
0: I'm with you. I, I tell myself the same thing. I'll just save this, and then they'll accumulate over time, and they never make it.
1: Yeah, unless they cho- like changed her like animations, which she doesn't really have all that many because you're doing charge shots with her. It's not yeah. like Diluc where you're weaving in like normal attacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the skins are mm-hmm. usually a skip for me.
0: Okay. Uh, so... In terms of the skins, we do have one more to cover, and that is the new dress for Shinha, which mm. is like the nice, long, flowing, like Chinese dress. Um, another super leggy dress, uh, definitely high cut. Uh, redone hair, very ornate looking. Uh, how do you feel about Shinha's dress?
1: Even more so than Ganyu's, <clears throat> it it was hard for me to tell like that it was a skin. Like I can, I can see that it's like color, color wise, there's a difference. But I expect more from a skin. You know what I mean? I just, I just can't see myself spend because I'm, I'm assuming this is probably gonna be like a five star skin, and I can't mm-hmm. see myself spending the money on a five star skin that looks like this. If, if it was as drastic of a change like Ayaka's, mm-hmm. or um, Lisa's skin, like. Those were like are so good Kaya skin even. Yeah. Really good. I just it it just it's it's not enough a big for you. Sh- yeah, it's just not enough of a change for me to justify spending the money. Okay. I like um, it though. I like the dark coloring and I think it's a great contrast to her skin color and her hair. Yeah. Um it reminds me of Señora honestly a little bit.
0: Uh, kinda. Yeah, I can kind of see where you're coming from. I think it, I think it, it really is like the, the 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 really high cut of it, how it really rides up the thigh. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I actually I personally do see a, a really big contrast from this skin as compared to her normal bodysuit. Um, because this is a little bit more revealing. It is a lot more like it's a lot more flowy as well. Um, so I can see like Shinha diehards like spending money on this. Uh, I do think it is a very a very pretty dress, um, but again, I don't have a Shinha, so it's just going to have to be a skip for me. And then if I get a Shinha one day, then maybe I'll just you know throw full price at it and we'll yeah. see what happens. But I think that I think that both these dresses look really really good. Um, I think that Shin Cho's outfit looks good from the waist up. Um, so nothing, yeah, no, nothing really disappointing in, in this in the skin wise. But I, nah. I can't see it taking any money out of my pocket.
1: Yeah, neither can I. Uh,
0: We do have some new TCG uh, additions for uh, Genius Invocation. Uh, The ones being the Cryo Hypostasis, uh, Toma, Sayu, and the Electro Unicorn Boss from Fontaine, whose name I can never remember, um, will be added in. And there will also be a new Heated Battle mode, so waiting on some details on that. Um, have you been diving into the Genius Invocation stuff since, uh, since your return to the game at all? Oh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm back on my,
1: I make sure I do my four daily or my four weekly battles to get the coins. I've been trying to farm no. as many coins as I can. I did all the overworld duels already. Um, I'm back to trying to collect as much as I can. I'm, I've been struggling to finish every quest I can in the Fortress of Maripede so I can get the, uh, the card back.
0: Okay, so oh, yeah, yeah I I'm the car back down there.
1: Yeah, it's it's real. It's a really cool one too. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm having fun with it. It's a lot of that. I have a new a new deck that I'm using that's fun. So yeah, I'm having a blast with the TCG still.
0: You know, I got to kind of agree when the when the TCG first came out, I was like, well, this is neat, and then I like never touch it again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But since I've kind of like you know, a hundred percent all my areas, I've kind of like run out of actual like, story content and stuff to go through. I was like, well, I'll give the TCG, like, another try. And I've been playing the crap out of it here lately. And I'm, like, I'm through all my achievements, and I'm, like, halfway towards the 150 coins you have to get for, like, the last one before you mm-hmm. 100% that, that achievement set. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, nah, I've been playing the crap out of it. And it's, like, and thanks to your recommendation, I've been using um Day Official and Lenny as, like, kind of, like, my overload you know, summoning team and it's been mm-hmm. crazy fun. And yeah. like it and it's just, I've been flooding through it and only now since I've been running I've run some speed bumps in Port Ormos with some of the adventure challenges. And which is right. kinda like Yeah, and I think I'm all on one that's like, oh with this if uh, the enemy deck does like hit you four times you lose the game. And it's like holy crap. I so know. Yeah, I, I'm, so I'm working on some of those, but no, it, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I actually get kind of excited about seeing these new additions and new characters and stuff, because I have been enjoying like inviting new characters and fighting and playing them. So, uh, the new heated battle modes, uh, especially seeing Toma in the lineup, I'm I'm pretty cool. I'm I'm gonna go for uh for the Inazuma Husbando Toma and get his dynamic skin because he deserves it. Yeah. No, so, um, we do have some new quality of life. Uh, updates coming out which is one that we have been asking for I'm pretty sure since the game came out
1: which Mm -hmm. I think
0: you were alluding to earlier in our discussion oh yeah this is Yep, I'm so glad this is here yeah so we have a handful of new optimizations coming but the big one is going to be artifact loadouts and people are super super excited about this one oh yeah so um, i mean yeah
1: this is huge (laughs) especially when you have like characters I, i think this is like very very prevalent with uh with the introduction of sumeru because you got gilded dreams and deepwood memories yeah and you have a bunch of different dendro characters that can interchangeably use those sets and depending on what teams they're on you may need to swap those artifacts around and i think this just is a huge problem solver when it comes to that and sets like that especially with all these new characters coming out with hp manipulation yeah that's oh. again another huge thing now that's going to be it's going to make team building so much more fluid mm-hmm. so
0: yeah i i don't i haven't gotten that deep into artifact juggling usually when i build up an artifact set for a character it's on them forever Um, So I personally don't see myself using this a whole lot. Uh, As of right now, maybe once I start actually getting more in-depth with it, I can. Um, Mm -hmm. But it is a very cool feature. I'm glad that the people that have been clearing for this for, you know, the past three years are finally getting it. Um, Yeah. So, no, that's very exciting to see. Uh, Some other updates, you know, we got some basic system and function uh, interface updates. Uh, I think they had something where they were talking about the dynamic lighting on, like, PS4 and mobile that, it, or a PC that was akin to the PS5. Because apparently the PS5 uh, release of Genshin has better resolution graphics and things like that than, like, even the other versions of the game. Mm-hmm. So we'll be seeing some of those trickling out to other other uh, other console releases. Uh, Serenity Teapot got some optimizations to where it's... The wording on it was kind of misleading because people thought when they said, oh, you know, with increased number of, you know, items and things in your teapot, you know, we're going to optimize how you can organize your items and stuff. And people thought that we were going to get a low limit increase. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I can see where that can
1: get a little confusing, but yeah.
0: It it was the wording of it, uh, but we are not getting a low limit increase as much as I feel we desperately need one. Um, but we're probably not going to get it because of they want to maintain uh, the ability for mobile gamers, the people playing on their cell phones, to be able to use this, the teapot without it, you know, crashing or running like crap.
1: So then, just limit the uh, the OS for the mobile players to have that one, and give everybody else increased yep. load. I just, I don't, I, I, no, no, I don't I, understand. I agree. Yep, it's just, I just, yeah. Why limit everybody else? I'm, and I know it sounds like you're, I'm not getting anything. So mm-hmm. what? My teapot has two characters. My one level of my teapot has two characters in it. Yours has one. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. It's not like we're getting Prima Gems for it.
0: I I completely agree. <sighs> so, but no, the optimization on that is going to be easier sorting and finding items uh, for your teapot. That way you don't have to just go and scroll for an eternity because we have so much crap now. Um, so that that's pretty much about it. So... Mm-hmm. Uh so fellow teapot enjoyers, uh sorry we didn't get a little limited increase, but uh you know, maybe one day. Um we do have the new liyue expansion area, the Qingyu Vale. And there are a lot of interesting uh areas in this that look really, really fantastic. Um there's like the dam uh with the enormous waterfall. There are new villages, there are new mountaintops with, you know, wonderful sceneries and pretty trees and a lot of like that traditional feeling like Chinese scenery with the mountains and the hills and such. There was one that kind of, I'm not sure if it's an underwater area, but it definitely looks like one in that in that uh, first frame. Do you see the one I'm looking at? And I feel like that I think that was an underwater area, and I'm not sure how that's going to go, because if I recall, the underwater thing is only made possible due to a blessing that we got in the Fontaine region.
1: Yeah, you. I mean, I don't know. They do mention that it borders Fontaine, so uh, I don't know. I mean, we do have... So here's the thing, right? We've had the Oceanids in, uh, in Liyue since... The launch of the game so mm-hmm. i mean you could argue that some of those waters have made their way to lia um they also say throughout the whole fontaine archon quest that the waters from fontaine flow all through tavat so i mean i don't know it's it's up to you to to kind of think about yeah. that but i i would say it doesn't i could see where it doesn't look like it's like you could it could easily look underwater even though it's not until Mm. you see the fish like the yellow and greenish looking fish that are scattered throughout and then you kind of see okay yeah this really is underwater but i mean yeah, yeah i'm just i'm gonna probably say that it's gonna that's how they're gonna not make it break lore but yeah.
0: Yeah. And I and I feel like that the that the underwater exploration of Fontaine was such a, a huge aspect that was implemented in the game that they can't not reuse it in new updates.
1: Yeah, sorry. If you're a lore nut, that's cool, but if you're a lore nut and you're saying and you're complaining that we should be able to swim in Leaway, I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> I want to swim what? everywhere.
0: I completely agree. Um I one day maybe we'll be able to swim from Monsanto to Inazuma as well.
1: Oh, that'd be so cool.
0: Uh just spent half an hour just swimming from one part of the map to the next.
1: That's how they fix the uh like the complaint that an Inazuma character will never be put on the standard banner because of the you can't go and get the materials <laughs> to farm. Oh yeah. And that's gonna be the fix. It's gonna be okay, here you go, but you gotta swim there.
0: Well, I feel like they've been addressing that anyway with like things like quick start options and
1: Yeah, they have.
0: Things like yeah. that. So yeah, more of those quality of life uh trickle updates. But, um like I said, but there are the new uh, other new regions. there's uh, Mount Ling mang, uh, which looks really really cool, which is the origin of the Gua clan. Uh, there's the Jade mouth, um, which is like apparently like these huge like mountains and pieces of jade that like were like descended from the gods to like protect the people, I guess. So there's a lot of interesting old god and archon lore mixed in with this new area. And I, I'm I'm excited to experience. And I think is this the first time we've got like a whole like region update with Lantern Right and stuff?
1: Uh, yeah, because I think we got the Chasm, but that was separate. Okay, so yeah, I'm pretty sure that is correct. Gotcha. I'm uh, excited I, to go to the village with the rice fields. It looks so beautiful.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, no. A lot of these. I I personally I like the uh, the area with the waterfall, but I'm a sucker for waterfalls. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the part with like the, um, the, the lift and like the dam, um, I think it looks really, really cool, yeah, but yeah, it the, does. so no, no, new region looks, looks really, great. I'm very excited to explore it because exploration is like the key element in Genshin. Uh, so the more of it we get the happier I am. Yep. Um, here's a question though, with the new area expanding on Liyue. Are we going to get more of the geosigils and an increase to the? Uh, oh yeah,
1: I mean. Thing on that.
0: Tough call, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I, you would we'll think
1: probab- we'll probably get more geosigils. Yes, I would think we would. And I think we're probably just going to get it, and we'll be able to put it towards the Mora, like the endless Mora that you get.
0: Oh, that's. Boring. I don't want that. I
1: know that, or they'll they'll have something else to to get that's not sigils, and then you'll just I don't know. You'll just yeah. put it towards like pro- like that pink tree or uh, something. You know what I mean? They'll they'll or maybe you'll p- give it to this thing underneath the water. Like they could do that.
0: Oh I don't yeah,
1: know. That's a, yeah. If dragon spine had the, the tree, and you had the got the agate to to give it to
0: i've got like four of those things left over in my inventory i don't know what to do with them
1: yeah it was
0: weird because
1: you got you got them from like daily commissions there mm-hmm. like back way back when and it was just yeah it was very but then
0: they were also world spawns and things too so right so if you got
1: them from like certain quests and stuff and didn't go get them then you had a bunch left over
0: yeah like i'm used to having like one leftover oculi from each region, but then I've got four of these things, and it just feels kind of weird. And I can't destroy yeah, yeah. them, so. I know. But anyway, but yeah, I'm interested to see if there's going to be a an increase in Geosigil or some other currency that we'll have to exchange for. But no, I like your theory of maybe throwing at that ruined artifact thing in the first picture, maybe. I
1: think... I think that's going to be it because I, I like again the chasm had the Lumenstone adjuvant that we had to like kind of do that with so I think it's it's going to be something like
0: that. Okay, cool. I'll be down for that. Yeah, I'm eager yeah, yeah. to find out. Um, there are some offline events that are going on. Uh, there is the another one plus Genshin Impact crossover into which they have a special edition catching uh, phone coming out. That I believe they did one here before and I can't remember what character they used for it.
1: Uh but... it was Shangling.
0: Oh yeah, sure, right. it was Shangling, that's right. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's got a special skin on it. It'll probably have a special live two D wallpaper. Um wouldn't be surprised if it came with things like, you know, some Primo gems or a skin and things like that for it. But I think OnePlus is pretty much a isn't that pretty much like a China China only like cell phone carrier service? It's not
1: a ch- it's not a China only. I know a lot of Asian markets you like heavily sell the OnePlus, but I've mm-hmm. I know of people who have thought of buying the OnePlus and they're here in America because they like they would be like, "Hey, you play Genshin, right?" And I'd be like, "Yeah," and they'll be like, "Well, I'm thinking about getting this phone, so if I get it, I'll give you the box." Oh, and like okay, cool, but that never happened, so, but yeah, I know yeah. it's possible to get it,
0: okay, so yeah, I guess you're gonna do with one of these. I remember the Jangling phone that like come like in a really cool, like ornate like decorative box and everything as well. Mm-hmm. um, so I imagine that this one's gonna be very much of the same, and I know like on my Twitter mutuals, I have a lot of people that are fans of catching just as a character and stuff, so yeah, maybe there'll be some diehard fans that actually dive into it here on the uh, on the global front. Um, we have the new pelagic, pal- 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 pelagic, Primality. Yeah, <gasps> yeah th- those are big words. Um, <laughs> uh, but that, that's going to be the Fontaine OST album uh, will be released during version 4.4. 4. So all that wonderful Fontaine music you'll be able to, uh, to listen to. Um, uh, the music is really good. Uh, I like the battle music. The underwater music is fantastic, relaxing music too. Um, I still think that the Fontaine City music is a little whimsy and Disney sounding, but it has grown on me over time. And but yeah, uh, the more the more Hoyu music that we get released, um, you know, I, I'm I'm here for it. I, I think Hoyo was like my most listened to artist in twenty twenty three on mm-hmm. Spotify. And yeah. It's good stuff. Yep. So um yeah, I'm I'm here for it. But uh, that pretty much wraps up uh, the version four point four live stream coverage. What would you say is your most? What are you most excited for in the upcoming uh, update?
1: Just seeing the new area. Okay. Yeah, whenever yeah. I get to revisit <laughs> uh, a region, but it builds off of what I've already known about it, or like, like the Gua clan, like you've you've heard of it scattered throughout. If you have seen Cho, he talks about it. Mm-hmm. Um like stuff like that and then they build up on that lore and bring you to those places that is like i love that i wish they would do more of that with monster
0: yeah i i completely agree and we i, I keep hearing about this monstead port that's supposed to be like way up north mm-hmm. um and yeah i've been waiting for that since around fontaine like i thought that we were gonna go there and that was gonna be our gateway into fontaine and it wasn't
1: yeah, I thought that was... Every, a lot of people thought that, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: because we had, like, Mika come out and the Euler run and everything. Oh, this is gonna, they're going to use Monsat characters to funnel us over, and, and they didn't. Yeah. Um, and then I think, like, Natlin is supposed to, like, be west of the deserts of Sumeru. So I don't think we're going to see anything for Monsat for that either. Um, it's probably not going to be until we get ready to go to Shnes itself, that's way up north, that, you know, we see that Monsat expansion. But, yeah, who
1: knows? They, I mean, they'll 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 probably do something crazy.
0: Yeah, um, but I, I'm with you. I'm excited mostly for for the new area more than anything. Like, I'm, I'm glad to see Cloud Retainer become playable. Uh, she's a fun character. Like I said, I love her demeanor and the way she talks. Um, but yeah, the the new area definitely takes the cake for me as well. Uh, uh, over the new event, over Lantern Right and the free characters. Yeah, new area, new exploration, more things to do. Yeah, g- give me more of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, so yeah, so I'll wrap that up, man. And this is uh man. This is gonna be a healthy episode. So, That's right. uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, the audio recordings, everything, come through. So I don't have to spend the next uh, five hours editing this this thing. So, <laughs> uh, but let's uh, let's dive into a question of the week. Um, I know that you specifically wanted to pick this one out, uh, so I'll oh, let yeah. you uh, if you got the notes of it, man. I'll let you read it off. Yep. And uh, yeah, nice. man, go for it.
1: Yep, so this question of the week is asked by Melty in the question of the week channel of the Discord. And Melty asks, if you got isekai'd into Genshin, which three characters would you have accompany you on your journey?
0: So this is a really cool question, but it also makes me question, like, what would my role in a team be? Oh, I'm just there for a good time. They never said anything about like what you're going to be doing. I'm not going and fighting nothing. I'm just hanging out with these people. You, you got to apply yourself to the meta, Dalton. No. it's like I'll you, apply my my very relaxed no, state of mind. No, I'm gonna you're gonna throw yourself into this game and you're gonna three star, you know, floor twelve of the abyss. Oh, it, it.
1: <laughs> staying away from that island.
0: Uh, so, all right. So you're you're here for a good time, uh, of not for a hard time. Well, who are you looking at?
1: Um, I think I'm hanging out in Mondstadt, honestly. Okay. Yep. So um, I'm hanging out in Mondstadt. Uh, I'm going to be drinking with Venti, that's for sure. I'm going to have some drinks with Venti. Okay. He's a very lighthearted character. Like, he, you know how, like, you, you you know, we talked about, like, which husbando we would want to live with. And it's, like, you'd choose Ito because he's, like, funny, but, like, he'd get really annoying because he's an idiot. Yeah venti is like lighthearted and like really fun to just like hang out with Mm -hmm. so if like as long as like you're hanging out and you're drinking with them which i like to do so i'll hang out and drink a little bit i'll hang out with venti it'll be fun okay uh sino because i'm gonna play tcg with sino obviously (laughs) um and i appreciate the dad jokes the third one though i don't know it's tough For a third one, it's like, do I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive it's Mona. Like I got to spend some time with Mona. You know what I mean?
0: Time. Yep. Time. Yeah. Time. Time. Yeah. Uh huh Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to pry into that. This is a family, family friendly show. (laughs) So we're going, we're going to leave that alone. So I had um, a
1: couple. I had a couple of other options too. Like I really want to hang out with Amber and Kale just because I really love their relationship that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I know.
0: but it's
1: it. I have to. I have to go with my favorites. You know.
0: Yeah. No. I I completely agree. Um, I, I I tried to think about this, and it was really hard for me to find like three characters. I think I could go, and like really go on like a full on adventure with. Like in like through like a long haul, you know. Um, Daya is definitely in the roster. Like I love everything about Daya's character, <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. just, it's not it's not even like you know like hot strong waifu thing. It's like Daya to me is like that perfect blend of like badass and girly girl.
1: Yes, no, you're absolutely right.
0: Yeah, so like you know she she's like oh yo yo you know take my arm if you have to, and then goes and, like fire punches people. And then in her idol, image, she stands and pulls out her compact and corrects her eyeliner and, like, yeah, loves Yeah, she's, makeup. like,
1: talking about, like, makeup and fashion with Candace
0: or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's just that, that perfect blend of both worlds. Yeah. And, yeah, so Daya is definitely, definitely in the roster. Um, uh, like you said, I want to say Ito because every time Ito shows up, you know you're in for a good time. I just – I don't think I could stomach Ito for a long time, and it would take about not even a week before I was ready to sock him in the face.
1: Yeah, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying.
0: And, just, and I hate to say that because, again, I love Ito. I think he's great, and when he shows up in events and, like, the beetle battle that's going on right now, I'm like, yes, cool. And then by the end of the event, I'm like, that's enough Ito. Mm. And you can – yep and back to zoom he goes yep <laughs> uh, so I try to think of like other characters I can think of like that I can vibe with on a, on a level that I feel like I could resonate with Dea and like I want to say Navi because Navi is like like the Fontaine like it's uh, like the Fontaine character that I pulled for her
2: mm-hmm.
0: and D- Navi is great and she's sweet but I feel like in a long run she might be a little too prim and proper for me. Which is good in some regards, but in a long haul I'm not sure it's enough to keep me sticking around. Yeah. ah uh, as as much as I I don't use him a whole lot, and I like Bennett's energy.
1: Oh god.
0: I and that's it's like I like his energy. I like his Despite how bad things may get, he's always positive. Despite his rotten luck, now things are like he opens up a chest, like, "Oh, we just got a treasure chest full of cabbages! Like this is great! I got fifteen cabbages!" And we're like, "This is terrible! What's wrong that get with you?" would nauseating to me. I cannot yeah. do that. But I feel like that on an on an adventure and a journey as strenuous and like and like and story-wise this is like a strenuous thing that the traveler is going through right it would take that kind of upbeat and that consistent motivation to keep me going Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and and yeah and like you know and i just feel like that he would have that kind of positive and that that positive um aura and energy that would keep me motivated to keep going
1: all right. So you're. So uh, what if what if I said you could have that positive energy for like, for that adventure without the unluckiness?
0: And I mean, where would you get? I mean, maybe Amber. I was. I, I was see. thinking that your choice would be Yoimiya. If that's actually a fair. You no, know, I completely had forgotten. You no, know, does does kind of have that. Sometimes Yoimiya Mia does come off a little bit too boisterous
1: for me. Yeah, at times. Yeah, she does. She does. Yeah, you're right.
0: Um, but no, but but Mia after especially after experiencing her in her second character chapter, like Yoimiya is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't pull for for Raiden more on like meta reasons, like I almost threw my gems at Yoimiya. Mia. Like I really did. Um, so I can I can totally I could totally see Yoimiya. Mia in that as well. So yeah, I would say Dea and then either Yoimiya or Bennett. Um I'm also really trying not to um you know, not to uh testify against myself by own picking waifu characters. Um mm-hmm. because the Discord has enough ammunition in on that front as as it is already. Um but yeah, as as a third, it's it's really really hard. Like I love Kali but I don't want to be a babysitter. Um Yeah, neither do I. I, I love, maybe Kuki. Um, I feel like that she would keep things on task, and I think that Kuki's cool enough, and she's she's very straight laced, but not painfully so. Like she does give, as in like we just had like in the beetle event where she like you no know, she had a beetle fight with Ito and then she lost, and she's like you know what okay cool we made a deal you do your thing all is good. So I don't know, maybe maybe Kuki could be my straight man, hmm. and then with Bennett's pods of energy and unluckiness, and then Daya doing Daya things. So yeah, I, I I could probably see that. I think
1: you picked a very good spread of different characters, and mm-hmm. I think that they would totally work because I'm like looking at a long list of these characters, and I'm just thinking to myself like, there's nobody that you're really like. I could see me traveling with Kave too.
0: I could if I travel with Kaveh, we nothing good would happen. Ever.
1: He's not unlucky. He just choose like he's his own worst enemy.
0: Yeah, no, no, me and Kave would just go and get into trouble. That's all that is. Oh, okay. Like, fair, like it fair. like just just absolutely just traveling scoundrels and that would that would not be good. Kave is a bad influence and I would totally submit to that. <laughs> um and, yeah, so I, I like Kaveh. It, it really took, like, these last couple of events with Kaveh to to help me develop an affinity for him because I'd never really cared for him in here until, like, recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just just knowing his demeanor, um, that that would not be healthy for me. Mm, gotcha. uh, so, yeah, I couldn't do it. But, like, like Duluth, no, Duluth burns a candle at both ends. He's too strenuous. Gene's a little too focused on work. Couldn't do that. And these are all I care like. Like, Lisa, I love Lisa, um, but that's also not a good influence for me for other reasons. <laughs> and, yeah, it, <laughs> there, there, there's a lot that, that goes on. So, uh, no, I, I think, yeah, uh, we're going to go Deya, Kuki, and probably Bennett or Yoimiya, I would that's say. Cool. And, I, and I'm going to say Bennett just to have that balance. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I've got a nice little overload reaction meta going on too. Yeah. So yeah, no, no, I think I'm good on all fronts on uh in that regard. So yeah, that's that's who I'm gonna go with. Um, but no, that that that's uh that that was a fun question to ponder actually. I I, I like things like that. So no, good good question, Milty. That's a great question. Yeah, Milty's got a lot of good questions. Like Milty and Deslom, uh, th- throw a lot of good ones. And we also get uh we've had some from. I think John and DJ and Raptor and them like we have we've, we've had a number of good ones come in but uh but Miltie's always throwing them out there. So, yeah, definitely welcome. Um and man, I think that's that's really going to just about wrap up the episode uh, after these past 2 hours. Um uh, is there anything else that you want to plug or throw out there or anything before we get ready to uh to put a to put a T on it all? Mm. It's completely non Genshin
1: related, but I'm playing Baldur's Gate three, so if anybody wants to play Baldur's Gate three, I'm like neck deep in that right now, so let's do it. And good luck on your cloud retainer pulls.
0: Uh, yeah, no, uh Baldur's Gate Three is a fantastic game. I don't have it because I'm poor, but uh, I watch streams of it regularly and when it won the player's choice and beat Genshin out, I was I was not I was not surprised or disappointed. Uh oh yeah. Yeah, well, well deserved it, it was it definitely deserves it yeah so I, I hope you're having fun with that
1: oh i definitely am
0: yeah awesome um yeah if, if you're not already uh in our discord server uh, definitely get in there discord.gg forward slash the residents come in join in question of the weeks uh open discussions episode discussions update discussions trading card game discussions polls uh bills character discussions spoilers all that kind of good stuff uh, we got it all going on uh growing every week always got some new members joining in um you can also follow us on social media on twitter and in blue sky at hoyocast Uh, i've been trying to get a little more active on that i say that every week and i keep like you know getting a little more active on it like little by little uh but yeah yeah still growing on that but yeah give us a follow uh join the discussion chat with us you know tell us how right we are about things tell us how wrong we are about things um yeah we're open for it so uh, with that all said, man, um, like you said, you know, best of luck to everybody on their cloud retainer pools or if they're going for Nahida or Xiao or Yai Miko. you know, good luck on all the characters that you're trying to get to. Uh, we hope that you have a great Lantern Right update. Uh, have fun with the new Leeway expansion, and yeah, uh, Dalton, it's been fantastic having you back on the show, buddy. Uh, we we definitely missed you.
1: I appreciate it, dude. I, it's it was nice coming back to talk to you.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, anytime you're ready to come back, man, you just you just let me know. And, oh, I will. Don't worry. Yeah, the seat's always open. Thanks, dude. All right. But everybody, that's going to wrap it up for episode 88 of The Resonance. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Enjoy version 4.4, and we will catch you next time. So until then, have a great uh, great update, good luck on your pulls, and add Astra Applesauce. Ad
1: Astra Applesauce.